This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash co-optional. Everybody, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. I was busy watching the stream, not the actual <laughs> podcast. Uh-huh. So when the stream started, I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm really entertained Whoa. by the thing I created. My own intro gets me every time. I love it. Everybody in chat is going, this is amazing. And meanwhile, you're going, God, this is amazing. Yeah, even I think I'm impressed by it. I'm like, Whoa, this is great. I can't believe I made this. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's Jesse. I'm hosting this week. Dukes is here, but in oh, the wow. form of an advertisement for shirts. And <laughs> Which you should all look at. Yeah, there's a baby in the background somewhere. There Being is. Very she's a, cute. She's asleep right now, but that might change. You say that. Sinvicta uh, <laughs> is here, staring at not the camera. I don't know what you're looking at, but this profile photo is just like... I'm looking yes. at uh, I'm looking at Octo. Octo, you look great, man. Thank yeah. you. I love Dang, the hat. Wait, wait. I'm looking. Yeah, okay. You're yeah, looking. Yeah, there you go. Hold yeah. On, we, hey, we you can be like we can. You hey, look great. Up? We got What's like a on, bunch thing going on here. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can <laughs> touch beards. We can touch beards. I'm not okay with this. No, don't do this. <laughs> oh, no, no. Guys, don't do this. No, no. Don't no? do this. Total failure. That was not. That did not work at all. That did not work at all. Don't, don't censor. Don't censor me, Jesse. I can and I will. I'm in charge today. He actually can. He actually. <laughs> yeah, that has is true. Power to do this. Yeah, I'm in yeah, charge. Uh, oh my goodness! Can I just say, mm. why? Oh, why no Duke's face? Because she's taking care of a baby. You don't want to look. Have you ever taken care of a baby? You don't want to. You don't want to see the shit going on over here. Mm -mm, you don't want to see that. <laughs> this is the best photo you're gonna get. A photo that is a drawing. Mm -hmm. Uh, hi everyone. Welcome. I am officially back from from being abroad. Uh, it was a ton of fun, and uh, yeah. I, can I tell you something crazy that I learned about conventions overseas? I would. I'd love that. I'd love nothing more. I, I have a lot of crazy stories to tell. Most of them I'm going to tell in private because <laughs> okay. they're not meant for the podcast. But okay. this one definitely is. Um, conventions here in the states. For a while, we had that sort of like free hugs thing happening and um like uh uh you know it was very it was like a different vibe i'm not sure how best to describe it that ended very quickly and oh, i don't yeah. know how or why or in what way people stopped being like ultra friendly and became like mm -mm, don't fucking touch me uh that's not the case in poland in poland when I went to uh, PeerCon, every third person had a hug, like free hugs thing around their neck. Mm -hmm. They had, they like, this is something I've noticed from a lot of European conventions too. This does not happen in the States. They have like 
campgrounds and or you can sleep in the halls. So for PeerCon, they had six or seven halls, and one of the halls was devoted to, like, bring your sleeping bag and you can sleep there. And I was like, we do not do that in the States. That's not a thing we do at all. No. Yeah, and it was crazy. And so it was like a weird, bizarro, like, what conventions were 10 years ago in the States experience. Everyone was like, yeah, hug me. I'm fine with being hugged. Now in the Mm -hmm. States, it's like, you fucking touch me. I will kill you. And it was like... It was very friendly. And I was like, all right, this is cool. I didn't hug anyone because I'm not. I'm an American. And I will not do that. Uh, but it was still, like, interesting. I was curious what the vibe was in the sleeping area, but I did not want to go there because I feared it would be just terrible. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know what it looks like. I don't know what I want to know what it smells like. <laughs> but it was, yeah, sleeping bag conventions. Uh, they uh, Apparently that's like a... European thing. Did they have the guy that walks down the lines holding out his hand for a high five? No. Oh, but okay. So no, still, they did not have that. that yet. They, they haven't, haven't gotten to there. That's what I'm saying. It's like a ten yeah. year ago thing. Right. It okay. uh, it straight up is like uh, everyone, everyone, and I witnessed so many. I'm not even gonna lie. So many young men and women just like walking up to people and hugging random strangers, and I was like. Now, now, are these are these hugs were they offered? Like, did the random stranger want a hug? No, or it literally it just said free unabated? hug, and a person would like walk up to them and hug them. But it did, did it say free hug in Polish. No, it said in English. Most things were in English because. Oh, okay, okay. Thank God for that. Although I did learn some awesome Polish. First off, I learned that Koopa means poop. So first off, uh, Bowser, Mario, king of the poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has poop troops and he has the poop kids. They've oh, got um, poopa, poopa poop troopas. Troop, yeah. poop troop was my favorite show on uh, Disney Channel. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and crazy thing, Dupa means butt. So technically, Dupa Robbie Koopa means uh, poop from a butt. Or butt makes poop, I believe is the exact translation. <laughs> that's butt a, makes that's poop. a good butt phrase. Butt makes poop. Dupa Robbie Koopa. That's Dupa what I learned. Robbie That's Koopa. the one thing I learned. Uh, I learned some beer names, but then immediately forgot them. So uh-huh. was nice. it because you were drinking? I was. I found a beer that was it was like a cherry wheat or something. Ooh. It tasted delicious, and I had too much of it. It was great. That sounds good. Yeah. So I uh, that was that was what I did. Uh, Dukes. Yes. You've had a baby since last we talked. Yeah. You left the country, and then I popped out a child. Yep. So. That uh, there we can only be in this in the same area every so often, or else it gets out of control. <laughs> no, yeah, she's, she's she's asleep right now, but you know it's a little time bomb. So mm-hmm. she's can pretty I, cute. I like her. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you played any games? <laughs> I actually have. What? I know. How? When? Where did you find the time? She was well, streaming like yesterday. The council. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I need to play episode two so badly. Uh, I won't spoil anything for you, but I will I will talk about it a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. We definitely need to talk about that. When we... I won't spoil anything, but here's all the spoilers. I won't yeah. spoil anything, but here's the entire summary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Sam and I have done a good job of tag teaming, and um, I've been able to play some stuff and stream a little, and cool. it's it's been good, but you know, she's still reliant on me for literally all of her food, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be the next 18 years. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's old enough to drive now. She can at least walk to Subway or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't have to w- wait on like hands and knees for her. Come on now. 
She got to grow up sometime, Dodger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sinvicta. Yes. Hello. How are you doing, pal? Doing great. It's uh, great to be back. I'm I'm glad to uh, to share the profile now with Octo. We have the beard connection. Yeah, the beard the beard connection, which is my new uh, folk group that I'm making yeah, right now. I like it, and we're in it. That's it. Yep. I can't wait for the visual novel series. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just honored to be next to the man with the best Twitch emotes on Twitch right now. No, listen, Look, that, Octo. No, 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 no. I'm letting you know, Octo. Yeah. You see him everywhere. His emotes now. are lame. He said it multiple what? times. He thinks his emotes suck, and I'm letting you know they're the best ones on Twitch. They Literally, are. Hands down, best emotes on Twitch. Thank you. I, I use those you. more than anything else, mostly the nut and the octopuses. <laughs> the, the, nut, the nut and the octopi. I think Octo Gun might be uh, a, per, uh, a personal favorite of mine. but uh, He's got the you best. Know, you have the best I, ones. Hey, if you've ever wanted the the cover of Mystery of the Druids for the PC with the screaming CG Druid man... <laughs> I got the have I got a deal for you for only four ninety nine a month. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Thank I'm you. Happy, happy to be back here. Been uh, been enjoying playing a couple of different games, but we'll I'll talk about, about we'll that. About when that. We get there. We'll hear about that. We'll hear about that. And I'm just glad, I'm glad you made it back uh, safe and sound, Jesse. We were we were all worried about you. No, you I were worried about me. Oh my god, I was. Yeah, Dodger knows better. <laughs> I. I was I was I left literally for a month and it was like the best month. There were there were two days that were really lame because people are dumb and don't this is my uh -huh. life advice for you. Don't make uh plans and then cancel them and then say let's do it tomorrow and then cancel them again. That's like a dick move. That's like mm. a real dick move. Like don't do that. You just just say no. Just be like <laughs> I can't make it. And life will be better. Don't be that person who's like always trying to please everyone and then like keeps canceling. You're a bad person. Other than that, it was great. Other than that, I had a, had a great time. Um, I was worried about you, so you were worried about me, baby. Yeah, whenever whenever I don't hear, get a my daily text from Jesse Cox, I get worried. So like, well, I'm constantly... all the texts I send you are just dick pics. So <laughs> I think after the... a while, you'd have enough. Actually, true. I've got yeah. a I've got a whole collection of them now. Uh, my, that's my new emote to yeah. compete with Octo. It's now. just dicks. You have all my yeah. different. I'm gonna let you know. Every dick pic I take is like one of those underball shots. Ah, <laughs> uh. yeah, like a classy, like a classy underball shot. In fact, I'm... I've always said if you're gonna take a dick pic, think about it. Think about it clearly because that ever gets out. Yeah, if it ever gets yeah, out, artistic. you want people to like be like, you know what? A little offensive, but I kind of take it. Yeah. It's classy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that we're having this this constructive Hi, conversation that we're allowed to have this huh? conversation right Hi. now. She's got a child to take care of. She doesn't have time to to fight this where this conversation's headed. <laughs> yeah. um, Octo, yeah. hello, welcome to the show, dear friend. Hi, hi, hello. What's up? What, what have you been up to? Oh gosh, well, um, I have been. I don't know. Just I've been what? streaming a lot of Digimon games. That's I mean that's a thing. Whoa. Look, okay, I'm at what? Yes. Never mind. It wasn't Digimon. It was um, uh, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh. So never mind. Okay, Same no, thing, but really. I'm still I'm still into that. What's what's your? No, what's I watched your... I watched a video while I was gone of some guy who broke the Yu-Gi-Oh game, and made it so it like something happened with Exodia, so it like broke the game, and it was amazing. And I just don't. It doesn't matter. It's unimportant because no, you're talking that about sounds, Digimon. That sounds incredible, and I'm it into great. it. 
but it, it has nothing to do with Digimon. It's mm -hmm. unimportant. Mm -hmm. So please yeah. digitize us. Okay. Digimon, digital monsters. So, Digimon, Digimon are the champions. Digimon garlic champions. Um, <laughs> Digimon garlic, so, champions. garlic champions. Yeah, uh, it's, that's what it sounds like they're saying. Um, yeah. But so, uh, I don't know. I recently finished... Uh, I They're not new games. Well, one of them came out in January, but I only just got around to playing it now. Um, basically, so I, I think I talked about Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth on a previous podcast, actually, which was um, a game made by the Shimagami Tensei Devil Summoner team. Uh, and it was like really, really good. And I was really into the story. And then they made like a side story um, that happens at the same time as the first one. And it's sort of like a prequel slash side story. So it's thing. like Kingdom Hearts now. It's full. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. It's like Dream Drop, uh, Dream Drop Digimon. Um, and uh, welcome it, back to Triple D. Triple yeah, D. Yeah, Dream Drop Digimon. Perfect. I'd watch mm -hmm. that shit. Yeah, uh, but it was really, really good. Um, it, uh, it, I, I started it yesterday, and and they, it's kind of like an exposition dump at the beginning, but I've been really enjoying it. Um, I finished uh, Digimon World Next Order, which was uh, why am I streaming? So I guess I'm a Digimon streamer now. I'm sorry, uh, but it's it's like Digimon World for the PS One, which is super whack and not a good game, but I still love it. And they basically were like, well, a lot of this is kind of like a cult game that a lot of people enjoy. So let's remake it. Well, not remake it, but like make a spiritual successor. And I played through that one and it was really, really good. And I've been enjoying that. And uh, I don't know, man, I don't play new games anymore. I just play games that are like a year to two years old at this point. Yeah, but you're enjoying it. And that's what I matters. am. That's, I that's am. That's what matters. I am, and um, I do love. I do love Digimon. All right, where should we start with games? Where do we go? What is the first game we should talk about? I'll let you know. Um, I didn't play a damn thing for, for <laughs> oh, yeah? a month. I couldn't for tell you about video games. I don't... I've played more than you. Yeah, you, you've, you've probably done more than me. <laughs> I, uh, the game I played was seeing where I could walk, and and I like. I was doing like 16 miles a day. It was crazy, y'all. I uh, if Whoa. I lived in Europe, I would be like not fat. <laughs> it's crazy how much people walk. Uh, but yeah. So oh oh um, just a heads up. I want to let everyone know if you're mm -hmm. in London, if you go to London, go to Cyberdog. It is is that, is that where they email you a hot dog? No, I saw the pictures it is a place, of the, the sexy robots. I don't know how to describe okay, this. It is on. a place where you... I played nothing mobile, chat. I didn't touch my... I didn't use anything for anything. I played nothing. Actually, I played um, uh, Heroes of the Storm on my computer for fun. When, I, when it was late at night and I like had nothing to do some nights. Cyber Dog. Is this like a clothing so, store? So Cyber Dog, uh, if you go to Camden, Camden's... Right? Really fun. It's super touristy and like probably way too expensive for its own good. But um, as you walk through Camden, eventually you come to this place called Cyberdog. And Cyberdog, the outside has a male and female female robot, and they bump like hardcore like techno shit. And you like hear it's like like from the outside. And but everything around it is like Oreo cookie stand. Like it, like we, like weird. I'm telling you, it's a weird shit around. Like an OJ stand across the street from it is a cafe, and there are little old ladies drinking tea, walk like watching families go into this place. Why families would go into Cyberdog, I do not know. It's very weird. But the minute you walk in, 
Let me see if I can describe to you how this is. On your right side, as you walk in, besides throbbing techno, the right side is literally all male and female sex robots, but like lined up in packaging. And they're like, it's like fake, obviously, but they look like um, the like 70s heavy metal style, like pointy boob robots. And they're yeah, just like yeah. all lined up. And then at the top are just women go-go dancing. And <laughs> then to your left is the counter where you can like buy weird trinkets. So then you go down this an escalator. family friendly. Yeah, yeah, I can't figure out why there were kids in here. You go down the escalator and suddenly you're in like a rave area. And there's a DJ playing music where the wall like does the little like bars of music thing, whatever that's called. Uh, and then there's sound waves. Sound waves. Thanks, Smarty. <laughs> and then there's. Oh, yeah, I, I am in a band. There's all of these rave accessories, and it's all black lit, and it's very interesting. There are a bunch of robots like banging each other? Question mark. And th yeah, like there's. I took a photo of one where it's two robots, and then their lower body parts are sort of wound together like a tornado. <laughs> it's and so I was like, okay, sure. Then you turn a corner. And there's literally a security guard who then then stops the kids because the basement is just like a sex shop. And all the art on the walls are robots having sex. And I was okay. just like, this is maybe the greatest place. Um, it's fascinating. It was and oh, and downstairs there are more dancers, but the dancers are wearing lingerie instead of go-go outfits. So how much did it cost to get in and when are we going? Uh, it doesn't cost anything because it's a shop. They want you to buy stuff. And mm -hmm. it was it was very – it was like a weird, bizarre moment for me because I was like, this is everything I like, but I'm a little weirded out that they're just like little kids running around taking photos. <laughs> so I was like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure I'm okay with any of this. I've, yeah. I've Google image, image searched this. Uh and it looks like something that somebody watched the Matrix, like the second video or the second Absolutely, movie, that's a what whole it's like. lot. And then they also got like, they also got like what people thought future fashion would look like in the eighties. For me, it for me it looks like somebody watched the Matrix, but then just remembered Tron and like had this weird, yeah, sort of marriage of both ideas. It is very much. Like what someone in the 1980s would imagine the future was like. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what, yeah. It was, it, it, I understand we are less nervous about kids knowing about sex here, but like, I am not. <laughs> I'm oh. very American and an ultra prude uh, when it comes to children <laughs> and sex. So I'm going to stay away from all of that and just simply say, it was weird for me a little bit. Um, what just was there, words. what was there was fine. The people inside of it, was what was weird. I was like, yeah. who would bring, I guess it's like <laughs> why a- Why is your baby here? Yeah, like, why did you bring a stroller here? <laughs> like, yeah. it was just, I had a lot of questions. The, uh, the area wasn't weird. The concepts of what were inside wasn't weird. Art of robots banging wasn't weird. <laughs> but children being present made it instantly weird. I was like, mm, no, I'm not okay with this. It's, it's, uh, it's Jet Set Radio, the store. Yeah. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, After uh, watching it was, the Matrix, mm -hmm. it was an event. That was like the craziest place I went, and I spent time in Amsterdam just to give you sort of like a level of how crazy that moment was for What'd me. What'd you do in Amsterdam, Jesse? Nothing, dude. I didn't do a damn thing. Not on this podcast, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, look, when you spend three weeks in Europe, crazy shit happens, but it's not podcast accessible or relatable. So I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it. Just know. Yeah. 
In private, I got a lot of fucking crazy stories. Okay, anyway, let's talk games. Uh, Octo, Video games. You yes. mentioned you were playing your Digimon stuff. Uh-huh. So we got that. Uh-huh. Dodger, I'm interested in uh, you want, the council. You want to talk about the council? Yes. So um, I think I w- was trying to figure out whether or not the first part... Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, the council is uh, sort of like a mystery point-and-click story. Um, hi, I know. Do you want to help me tell them about the council? Mark liked it, too. <laughs> um, and it's episodic, so it's coming out in five parts. And it's one of those games where they claimed, oh, man, every single thing that you do is going oh, to have a huge Don't say the impact. word claimed like that. That worries me a great deal. No, 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 no. I, I have no reason to feel that it's not that way. But I was going to explain that the way that they do that or the way that they simulate that is through skills. And so every choice that you make um, accesses different skills or establishes new things about you that unlock different forms of dialogue and different ways to do things in the game. So, yes, every choice that you make does um, change what is accessible to you and how you can react to situations. Um, so part two came out. And part two felt very short compared to part one, but I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to remember, Jesse, how many hours do you think part one was? Uh, four, five, something like that. I remember I did a fan Friday that was an hour long and then I streamed and that was like three. Okay. Maybe it was three hours. So maybe four or five, depending on what you do. Maybe they're around the same, but my problem is that, um, the second part had a couple of different puzzles that felt so like they took so long for me. So maybe this is just a problem with my brain, but I was like, I feel like the game, I feel like the second part wasn't long. It was that I took a long time to get certain things done. Gotcha. Does that make sense? So by the time I was done, I was like, man, I feel like most of the time that I was playing this chapter was spent doing those things. Well, the first time... Didn't have any. It had one puzzle. The fir- as far as I'm aware, the first one had one puzzle, and it was when you were in your room and you're trying to figure out what your mother wanted. Mm. Right? I think that was the only puzzle, and that wasn't really a puzzle. It was like figure out how to. It was literally, do you remember National Treasure the game? <laughs> At right. that point, it was like, so, remember how they did this in National Treasure? It's the exact same way. Yeah, but you had I, to find how to do it that way. It felt like the the first the first chapter felt more like we're going to establish how to do confrontations and you're going to walk around a lot of rooms and like see if you can find all of the clues that you need to piece stuff together, right? right? Um, so this second chapter felt a lot more like we're going we're gonna to establish certain things and have those confrontations like in the first one and have you talk with people. But you're also going to have a lot of time where you're just sort of walking around and looking for stuff um, and and trying to trying to get through sort of a longer form puzzle. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you play from where you left off or did you start something new? I played from where I left off. So, uh, um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say at the end of all, the version we play, because I've heard other people say that they've had different endings of the first episode. Totally, the yeah. we played, a character died. Mm. Right? I think yes. we both had the same ending. Um, does that drastically because I really want to know had I made different choices whether it would drastically affect this episode or not 
I cannot even imagine what this chapter would be like if somebody hadn't died. Interesting. So it very much affected everything that I did in this chapter. Um, and the the way that they do, uh, the way that they did the, on the last exciting episode of, you know, right. to remind you of what's going on, is they actually go through every character and have them say kind of an establishing oh. thing that was said during the first part. So like some sort of a reaction that they had to you that was based on choices that you made to remind you like, oh, this is where I stand with all of these people was kind of how they decided to do it instead of being like, here's a bunch of scenes and stuff that happened, you know? So it was a bit, it was a bit more basic. Um, right. If, if it had been a longer period of time before I had played it, like if, if it had taken like six months for it to come out instead of just a couple, I might've been like, I, I don't, remember what this stuff means you know i'm man i'm super besides the fact that i realized had we not done what we did and gotten the ending we did the other option is literally like bone zone i was i was so (laughs) disappointed there are screenshots of the uh, one of the other options literally is like remember that chick with like the very high res boobs you would have seen those and i was like what (laughs) what Oh, so mad. So I got to go back and play it again and do yeah, the other like, version now because if you go to the Steam page for this game, in the forums are like, here's all these sexy screenshots I got of the lady. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss this? So I'm very disappointed in that. But I think the story that you and I had in the ways that we played, I think it's probably better. Yeah. I. But um, uh, Oh, hold on, hold on. For the kids yes. at home, the council. There, done. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Check um, it out. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. You and I started with different because uh, there's like occultist investigator and one other one, right? Uh, and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna I was Sherlock Holmesing the entire thing. Right. I went I went super occultist mm-hmm. so that I could be a weirdo and be like, ah yes, I know all about this shit. Yeah. I um, there's but definitely we ended up having very similar we Story, did, right? but I feel like we. I'm, I really want to go back and watch what you did because I feel like we got there differently. Mm. Because some of the things that I discovered, although some of the things I discovered had no use whatsoever. Like I was like, ah, yes, good thing I used my physical attributes as a detective to pull up the plank in this this floorboard to discover these items that my mother left for me. But then it was like, and it was they, like, honey, they do nothing, right? And it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. I have no idea why. But um, I, I want to play from where I am and then maybe go back and do a stream where I play something totally different and play it. In a, like, because every so often you come across a choice. Like, there's one choice where George Washington, by the way, George Washington's in this game. Yeah, George, George Washington's, Washington's like, in this game. Napoleon's in this game. Wait, Side like real ass George Washington? Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's it's set not up the like game. just a let's, guy named George Washington. No, 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 no. The setup for this game, uh, for those who have no clue, is you, the intro is insanely hilarious. You and your mother. <laughs> are like part of a secret society and your adventurers. And your, your mom, mom runs the secret society. Your mom, She's who is basically 90 years old, also is a badass who just like kicks everyone in the face and is amazing. Um, he, she goes missing on an island, which is basically almost like Illuminati Island where every world leader goes uh, to meet this mysterious dude who... Um, 
is in charge of, I guess they decide the fate of the world, question mark? That's sort of like the thing they do? Yeah, the, it's yeah, it's very, um, all the world leaders come together and over a glass of wine, they, they discuss the world's problems and make choices about how shit is going to go down, basically. Yeah, and the... Okay. Your mom goes missing. That's like the setup of the thing. And so you have to go to this island to find your mom. And when mm-hmm. you arrive, there's a bunch of different characters. There's um, Boobs, whatever the hell her name is, just the sexy duchess. The d- she's the duchess, yeah. yeah. Okay. The, sec- the sexy duchess. Um, George Washington, Napoleon, um, a bishop or a cardinal with the church, mm-hmm. a... Um, Mysterious, like a, a mysterious woman who we won't spoil, who is a main character, uh, and then Carmen San Diego. It's not. It's not Carmen San Diego, but it is. Uh, it is related to another real life person. And then there's this mysterious count who runs the island, but is missing and has a crazy Mortimer. backstory. Yeah, and so it, when you get to the island, you start to have visions, and the visions are very weird and bizarre. And from that point on, it's like you have to find your mom, and you have three options of doing it. You can either be a detective, your character's like a detective, or you can be, I believe it's something like a scholar or some type of... Yeah, that sounds right. Something that has to do with just being very, very smart, or you can be an occultist, and you sort of know about the occult, and that's sort of your role in this society. And so I went detective, I think Dodger went occultist, and this Mm. other version is one where you're very, very smart. And so the way the game plays it is if you specialize in one thing, you're an idiot and everything else unless you start to learn it. Because as you level up and as you achieve things, you can put points into skills. And unless you have points in them, you're a dummy. So a great example and- is at the very, very beginning of the game, if you are n- a diplomat is what it is. If you're not a diplomat and you do not have access to, I think it's like Latin, just being able to read Latin. Yeah, one, walk of, up one to, of the things yeah, is language. Yeah, there's like a Latin phrase on the ground uh, as you walk up to this house. And if you can't read it, you're like, mm, okay. You just like walk by it. And you Probably not important. Yeah, <laughs> and and so that happens quite often. But um, yeah, and and uh, like I was saying earlier, you can also be in a conversation with somebody and make some sort of a choice that then establishes like, oh, you've learned something about this, or and it puts like a little tick into that skill. Right. Um. So you could learn about a language, or you could you know you could read about something, or talk with somebody who's very knowledgeable about it. You can find books as well. And the books will, if you find a book about anatomy, it'll put points into like, ah, your science has increased. And mm. it'll give you a little tick into your science if you collect all the books. Oh, um, and that's the other thing is every character in the game has things that they are proficient in and things that they are weak to. And so as you, if you like. Oh, like Pokemon. So what type of Just exactly like Pokemon. Yeah, basically just Pokemon. Like, it's like Pokemon. So say that I broke Big into brain. somebody's say that I broke into somebody's room and started looking through all of their shit. Um, there might be something that I find where uh, the game would say like, "Oh, you've realized this person is obsessed with science, mm-hmm. so you can never use science to overwhelm them." Like if you're in a conversation, you can't get the upper hand by using science because they probably know more than you. Yeah. Um. So it like gives you like their positives and negatives, like what, what they're good at and what they're not good at so that you can use it in confrontations in the game. So there actually is a lot to it. It's just, it's like a hilarious, weird <laughs> mess like sometimes. Steampunk clue. Um, kind <laughs> of. Yeah. It's just With- very, it's I from everything I'm gleaning from what you're saying, I'm like trying to put this yeah. thing together in my head. It's 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 like someone said 
let's focus our at our assets on the strangest features of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, hire the widest array of voice actors in the history of voice acting. Wow. And come up with the craziest plot we can come up with. Okay. And le- it, it, it's it's an all it's a game that from one moment to the next could literally have the best and then worst thing you've ever seen in a video game. Hmm. Like it's cr- it's all over the place. But for some reason it's really entertaining, so I'm totally in to see what happens. But mm-hmm. boy, is it it's just crazy. Uh some character faces are like really poorly rendered, but other times they're like other features are like great boobs. Um and then sometimes <laughs> the background is amazing and other times it's like a weird like it's kind of blur. I don't know. It's crazy to me the way this game was made, but I am and I'm blown away by it. I love it. I think it's so I think it's so much fun, but I'm curious mm-hmm. what happens in this next one. So Mm. If you think it's good, did you did you enjoy this next chapter, Dukes, or was it just short? Um, I I got stuck more in this chapter than in the first chapter. Um, but I'm still I'm still all in on the game. I'm still gonna yeah yeah. I still think that it's really interesting the way that it plays for sure. Yeah, it's it's so I like I'm I'm fascinated by by how bizarre it is. But you know what it reminds me of? Did anyone watch the uh, vampire? Stuff they released. Oh, um, yeah. It it kind of at its core, the council very much seems like if you were going to take the vampire game that's coming out and then like dumb everything down as much as possible, but still have <laughs> like the leveling mechanic in it. Kind of, it's interesting to me. But that looked really really cool. I don't know if anyone saw that, but um. Vampire is basically a game where you're just like a vampire and you go around and you have to like live off the streets. It's kind of like if you would imagine Wait a Witcher, but set in towns and you're going around like just, oh, it's awesome. This is Super Dracula World. <laughs> Pretty much? <laughs> my No, my, my literally a friend of mine has had this idea for a game where he's like, what if there was a game and you were just Dracula and you just went around and you were Dracula and it was like open world Dracula game. He's been saying this for like 10 years and he called it Super Dracula World. This is Super Dracula World. It is. It looks awesome. Um, I remember seeing it Vampire. back at uh, E3 last year. And what I remember, what I recall from it was that the uh, version that we saw, you could like determine what kind of vampire you became based on what you upgraded. So, like, you could be a sneaky boy or, like, a blood monster or everything you put points into, you become, like, a different type of vampire and what you you could do. Become, like, a Nosferatu where you're all, like, like... Yeah, yeah, But then people in the town would freak out because... Freak out when they saw you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It seemed very, very cool. Oh, I want to play this. Yeah. Every every and and the big selling point, at least what I got from the video they released and what I saw when I was at the demo, is everything you do matters. So it, and that's why it reminded me of The Witcher, where it was like everything you do in this game, cre- like something happens, there's a ripple from it, and I love that shit. And this so, is- uh, when you start, you're just like, oh, I have limited vampire abilities, but as you become more powerful. The powers you choose determine the path of your vampirism and what you do and who this you is, become. This is day one buy for me. I, I'm literally buying it right now. I'm literally purchasing it as we are talking. 
the, looks the so cover cool. the the I don't know if that's supposed to be the main character or whatever. He just looks like Adam Levine with a beard. Um yeah, I mean that's like kind of the point. Shadow. That's kind of the point is 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 your your I don't know how much you physically change, but I remember the point being that you're very basic in the beginning because as oh, you I become think. worse and worse and worse, you like shit happens. And so mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. I uh definitely am ready for this game because it may be a, I don't know how I would play this on the channel but like everything about it this definitely seems like a really cool stream game where you can just go nuts and murder people and, and this is this is a day one Octo Octo's found his new game of the year that already. time fucking I'm fucking <laughs> into it. I, I love Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines it's one of my favorite games of all time yeah. and so like this seems like the next logical step for that yeah, it looks very, very cool. I'm sure Mathis already. I'm sure Mathis has already bought it as well. I mean, shit, I'm gonna buy it. I think everyone should. It looks. It great. looks pretty neat. Yeah, it looks, it's a it's a neat concept. Um, yeah. Oh, unless somebody had something else to say. I, have we talked about Spy Party at all? Have you ever mentioned uh, that game? No, I don't think any of us have played except for the original. Wasn't there like an old ass version of Spy Party? Can I can I talk about it for a minute? Yeah. Because I played yes. it. I played it yes. a little with with Barry, and it's uh, 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 Barry Residue. Barry is streaming from uh, who formerly of Game Grumps, and um, it's a lot of fun. This game has been in development for I think like eight years or something like that. Yeah, I played an old new, version of it old way version. back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a new version that's out on Steam. Um, it's still not 100% done, but it is the game itself is very, very enjoyable. It's a two-person game, so one person plays as a spy and one person plays as a sniper. And the sniper sees the party and um, people that are interacting and the NPCs, but one person is real. And you have to figure out who it is by observing the behaviors of all the different NPCs. It's, and, it's fascinating to watch. Yep another human try you know how try to be an npc yeah you know how yep. currently the big thing is like people trying to get computers to be more human yeah different bots and stuff this mm-hmm. is like the reverse where yep. you the human have to figure out how to act the most computer like yep. it's fascinating i love yes. watching videos yes um it's really really fun and uh it's especially cool when um you like uh you know you like play off something as a mistake or like you start to you start to see these little things that the the npcs will do and you start to mimic them so for instance like sometimes a computer will take a book out of a shelf read it put it back and then take it out again you know and so like as the sniper you have to be like oh that's weird but is that just like an npc doing that or is it like somebody trying to throw me off or it's it's really really cool uh or like because everybody has collision, like um, sometimes you'll be trying to walk through a crowd and you'll like freak out and like turn every which way <laughs> and it'll look really strange and it totally doesn't look like you should be doing that, but that's just how the pathing works. It's really, really cool. It, it's a lot of fun and very much one of those games that, uh, you know, you want to go back and see what you did because you can once you finish the round, you can go back and watch from both perspectives yeah. and uh, go through and see what both people did, where you were looking, things like that. And um, the game gets really crazy at the um, advanced level, which is where anytime you do anything, like you do any action, you have a little skill check, right? So at the lower levels, when you do an action, you just sort of do them. But at the higher levels, you have a skill check. And so if you hit the 
the like the expert skill check, sometimes it's really, really hard to detect. For instance, um, when you check your uh, when you want to add more time as the spy, you go to the window and you check your watch, right? And um, the time, the timer in the upper corner will jump up 45 seconds. That's at the lower levels. So that's a really easy tell for the sniper because he's like, oh, somebody checked their watch. I saw the clock go up by 45 seconds. You just shoot anybody who was standing at the window. Right. But at the advanced level, if you do it and you hit the, the expert like timing on it, the clock doesn't go up. It just goes really slow until the times meet. So you as the spy, your time jumps up 45 seconds, but the sniper's timer just starts going really slowly. So unless you were looking to notice it, you wouldn't necessarily pick it up right away. Yup, it doesn't. The timer doesn't cool. actually change. It starts going really slow. But on the flip side, if you miss the skill check and you get the um like the sort of the miss then it, like there's a huge tell that tells the sniper that the spy fucked up somehow. So it's like, uh, you know, if you miss the time, same example, if you miss the timer, um, it beeps really loud. Like it gives the sniper like two beeps. It's like beep, beep. And so like you instantly, your attention is drawn to the timer and you can look for somebody who was checking their watch at the window. You can just shoot them. So um, for someone who doesn't know anything about the game, is it is the snipe is the, the goal is for the sniper to shoot the player character. The other yes. player. Okay. Yeah, the other player. And the goal for the spy is to accomplish. So then there's like a meta. Like Barry and I have developed this meta for the game where um, for some levels, so for instance, for um, uh, for let's use advanced as, as the same because that's what, that's what we were talking about, is there's eight missions, but you have to do four of them, right? So there's there's certain missions that are like, one is like, inspect three statues and another one is swap a statue so you have to to swap a statue you have to pick up a statue and then as you're holding it change it out for a different one and put it back down right so obviously um the sniper is going to be watching the statues for somebody that would swap them out however you don't have to do those you only have to do four of the eight so that's the meta in that you got to think about okay well, what is the what are the ones that I want to do? What's the sniper going to be looking for? Where is he looking? Because the spy can see his laser sight at all times. So the spy can see where you're looking. On the flip side, you can, as the sniper, make it look like you're looking in one area, but sort of like move your mouse in another, <laughs> sort of like, you know, like look in another. So yeah. you can fool the spy into thinking you're looking in one area, but actually be looking in another. It's because, you know, the, the laser is only where you can shoot. It's not necessarily where you are looking, but it is your main field of view. Right. But it is really, really fun and like very intense. Like there's very little talking that goes on whilst you are doing it because like you don't want to throw yourself off or you don't want to like give anything away, obviously. But mm -hmm. it is um, it's really, really cool. I, I highly recommend it if you're looking. It's my my analysis of it is it's the best transition from like what i would imagine a board game to becoming a computer game would be that is like it's it's very much feels like this was a board game that became a computer game mm -hmm. it's it's really really cool highly recommended if you want something to play with a friend cool yeah yeah, yeah. i um very much am like into this game and the ideas of this game but it's one of those things where it's been out so long 
that I'm like, oh, yeah, I played it. I had a lot of fun five years ago. Mm -hmm, (laughs) It's mm -hmm. crazy to me. This game has existed as long as it has. They've added a ton of stuff. New maps. The art has been totally revamped. Um, uh, Missions, um, the different skill levels, things like that. Uh, I think the addition of the the new now that they actually hired a modeler to to do the the models and everything, it doesn't look all like super simsy. Like every character looks. Although like they, that made it difficult back in the because everyone looked like a robot. Yeah, so it made yeah. It really hard to tell. Although the waiter and the security guards still have the old models, so we have these like nice new models and assets, and then you have like the old you know janky Sims robot character models as well uh and you can actually there's a, a mode where you can play with the old art too if you want to but uh the new art is actually very very good but yeah if you're into that sort of like deception um kind of werewolf sort of find the traitor thing um highly recommended really cool i'll have to try it, it sounds fun yes absolutely if you get in a, uh if you get another person and like get them on voice chat it's just it's a good you'll, time. you'll have to give me pointers octo yes absolutely mm-hmm. i have the meta um Anything else? Any other games that we've played this week? Um, yeah. Uh, I I went. Uh, I finally played Pillars of Eternity two. Yo, oh, yeah. Talk I don't know. To if, me. I don't know if y'all have talked about that while I've been gone. No, but, um, definitely not. Gone. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> uh, Pillars of Eternity two, I think, is like way better than Pillars of Eternity one, and I honestly don't entirely know why i just know that pillars of eternity one did not grab me really at all and pillars of eternity two is super fun um it's stressful because it's not (laughs) turn-based so it's you know it's real time with pause um so you can pause and then choose what everybody's going to do and then pause and choose a question that might have to do with your enjoyment i'm really curious so when you played the first one Mm. What's the right way to word this? Did it feel old to you? Like you were playing a beautiful looking old game? Um, No, it just felt kind of lethargic, I guess. It felt like there was so much dialogue and story. And this one also has a lot of dialogue and story, but it feels like the pacing is just better, I guess. It's, I think maybe that's what I mean is, is it felt to me the first one felt like an older game. Like uh, in in execution, I guess like it, mm. like an old RPG in the way old RPGs were done uh, 10, right. 15 years ago. Yeah, and this one, style. yeah, this yeah. one feels refreshing and fun. And there's it, it, like the pacing is increased, and yeah. it feels a little bit more modern while still maintaining the sort of roots of what it is. I think mm-hmm. maybe that's what I'm getting at. I don't know. I'm just I agree with you. I think it's a much better game than the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I will say, I, I think that combat is the weakest part, um, which sucks because you are in combat a lot, but like, <laughs> um, there are just, I'm trying to think of examples before I say this, but I'm, I'm kind of coming up short. Um, I feel like I don't entirely understand how combat works and somebody in my chat tried to explain it to me and it seemed so convoluted. Like the fact, the fact that it's happening in real time and you have to pause and like make decisions, um, I think makes it difficult because I will pause and then go, 
I don't understand why this ability isn't available. I don't understand why if I click on this thing, sometimes it happens immediately and sometimes it takes a minute for it to happen, right? Like um, some of that stuff is not clear. And then ship combat is, is like... <laughs> I feel like I need to be Einstein to understand ship combat. This is this is one of the things I've heard repeatedly, and I don't remember. It, we definitely did talk about this on the last podcast, I think, or I talked mm. about it with someone that was on the podcast. Whatever the case may be, I definitely have heard the exact same thing about combat from uh, other people. But I've also heard the flip side, which is the combat's really easy. Which I don't know how you can have two totally polar opposite opinions <laughs> on a game like that. Because I, I personally think the combat is like, it, it, it's it, sometimes like, oh, okay, this, I got this. But most of the time, I'm with you where I'll have cooldowns on things that I'm just like, wait, why can't I use this? Right. What is Some- the reasoning? Be- and I wish there was a tooltip or something that said, here's why, dum-dum. But there's nothing that tells me that. And I don't yeah. know why. And you can um, you can adjust like the individual AI of all of the people in your team, right? So you can you can go into them and and uh, be like, all right, I want you to prioritize this, and I want you to do this, and you know, when we enter combat, this is the first thing you do, like that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I guess if you want to take the time to do that, you really never have to do it again. Um, but that just seems like yet another kind of convoluted step I would have to take. So I just haven't done that, even though maybe it would make my life a lot easier. Um, I'm just frustrated that it's not, it's not clear from the get go what everybody's doing, you know, and it's because it's all happening at the same time. So yeah, Yeah, but 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 story wise, I really like it. I'm not story wise. It's great. Characters are great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, there might be a video coming. Yeah, oh, I see. Never mind. It, it, do I need to play the first one to play the second one? No, no. Okay, not at all. It I does never, the it I does the thing that. where um, at the very beginning of the game, it takes you through and is like, "Tell me of your legacy," right? Oh, and yeah. and then you kind of you learn everything that basically happened in the first game. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, when I first saw it, it reminded me of Divinity Two, and I and I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like Divinity. Any of the Divinity series. Look wise, really? sure. Look wise, sure. I don't know gameplay wise. Gameplay okay. wise, very different. Yeah. Mm. Divinity was just too slow for me. I mean, and if you say the combat's weak in this one, I'll probably give it a pass. Oh God, this this yeah. If you think Divinity's slow, this is gonna be yeah. slow for you. <laughs> Divinity was like, it's it's a pretty game, but it just didn't it didn't grab me for the con combat. Right. Yeah, but that's fun. Um, and I also uh, went in and played around with the newest Slay the Spire class. Yeah, what is the, the what's the new class? The new class. So you have to you have to swap your game over to beta in order to play with it. Um, but it's a broken robot, basically, cool. and it plays so much Robo. different. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just was thinking of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Oh, I got it. And then I immediately started thinking about how his Jesse's. theme song is literally just never gonna give you up, never gonna let you go play that game again. It's the theme song. Um the new Slate Aspire class is super fun. Uh it's really, really different. You um you channel like elements. 
So you're starting trinket. They're called, they're called orbs, Dodger. They're called orbs, okay? Not, not okay, orbs. God, I know, calm down, Saint Saying orbs doesn't explain what they are, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, as this robot, you start off with like uh, three different spaces for orbs, and the orbs, <laughs> um, the orbs contain different elements. So like, um, you start off. Uh, and your starting trinket makes it so that you start every combat with one lightning orb. And basically it's um, it's your deck starts off with the normal, you know, strikes and defenses. Um, but then you also are able to channel things like lightning, dark, ice. They all do different things passively and they all do different things if they're um, used. So um so say that like you have ice right if you just have the ice channeled and it's just sitting there then you'll gain a little bit of defense um you'll gain like shield at the end of every turn um but if you use it then you'll gain a bunch of shield right away but then the ice is gone right and with lightning um lightning does like a little bit of damage to one person at the end of every turn passively or you can use it and you'll do a bunch of lightning damage to somebody but you'll lose the the lightning orb right mm. it's hard to describe um but it it plays so differently from the other classes and it's honestly really refreshing um it's yeah. really it's really fun to learn the de the defect is definitely my favorite class in the game right now yeah 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 even it's after really play fun. this game more i played it once when it first came out and Oh, okay. you guys should out. play it more. Yeah, I feel like so I'm missing good. out. They have they have way more flavors now for you to deal damage and defend. I mean, I love your descriptor. Way more flavors. There are, there are there's there's <laughs> new relics. Flavors. There's new there's a new uh new event that gives you apparition, which means that uh, you've got five limited use cards that if you don't use, they're they're called it's called apparition. And basically, if you play it on that turn, you cannot take more than one damage per hit from any source, but the thing is, they start off as ethereal, which means that you ha you either play it or it's gone. It, it just mm. gets discarded. You can upgrade them to where they're not ethereal, but you can only use them once, and you get five of them. That's it. But like, what's what's awesome about the defect is that you can you can it starts with three orb slots, and then you can increase the amount of slots up to ten, and have a bunch of different types of orbs. So there's lightning mm. orbs, frost orbs, dark orbs, plasma orbs, and they all passively do something differently. Yeah. Um, and if you evoke them, which is what Dodger was talking about when you when you consume them, uh, they will do they'll do you know different types of abilities depending on what kind of orbit you were channeled. But what's fun is when you have like ten slots. So it, he looks like Zenyatta from Overwatch, and he, and you've got a bunch of lightning orbs. It's just like there's random just that's lightning just constantly doing yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. And there there are powers you can have where it's like anytime you take damage you channel lighting lightning orb, yeah. yeah and then it'll evoke if you if you, all of your uh slots are filled up then it'll evoke one of the lightning and so you're just constantly doing crazy damage yeah. so, so fun. yeah the way that the way that's evoked so like if you have let's say you start off with the three orbs and they're all lightning lightly like lightning the one to the very right uh clockwise uh will get evoked or consumed if something comes up in the back slot to replace it so like if you get if you play like a a card that makes you channel a frost orb it's going to shift all of the orbs clockwise one. Okay. And the one that's at the very right will get evoked 
or consumed automatically and do its do its active ability. I feel like this is like an algebra equation. I should be right. It's really not. It, it's I know it sounds super convoluted, but it, it it once you see it in practice, Octo, and play, it's like you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's just Yu-Gi-Oh. I get it. Okay, it's okay. Slay the Yu-Gi-Oh. Got it. Mm-hmm. I want to play that. Yeah, it's it's the new class. Blue eyes you like, like dragon. <laughs> My blue eyes. Hey, get time wizard out here. <laughs> I'm in the way. Play my trap card. You guys got to try out uh, try out Moonlighter. I think that I think that especially Yo, you, Dodger. Moonlighter yeah, is... talk to us about Moonlighter. So, Moonlighter, have you played it yet, Dodger? No, not at all. All right. Uh, Moonlighter is I, I play this game a ton. Um, Moonlighter is basically a game where uh, hold on, hold on, let me change this. Moonlighter is a game where you play as a shopkeep. Um, you are basically a i'm trying to I, I don't think you're like a zelda character but you know you're like you're like a, a linku kind of boy and okay. you um linku. A, a a old man yeah. who runs the shop is like it's your turn to take over the shop now boy and you have to it's run Uncle the Decker, shop basically basically yeah. and you have to run the shop for adventures but because you don't have the items to make stuff for adventures you have to go to a dungeon at night and Moonlight as an adventurer, wink, to collect <laughs> items and build things and make weapons for your shop. And so what basically happens at the beginning is you um, go out to this dungeon and you go through the it's, – it's, I believe it's, it's all randomized or some yeah, type of roguelite experience. But you basically go through and you fight and roll and kill enemies. And I think at the beginning you just have like a broom – I, yeah. then you, and then eventually get a sword, and so you have to get all of these uh, items, and then you go back to your base, your your home, and you can either craft them or straight up just sell what you find. And you determine the price, and then people who basically look like spoofs of every RPG character ever. So, like, at one point, a guy who looks like Cloud will come in, and a guy who looks like Link will come in. Like, all those things, right, they'll come around, course. and they'll look around, and they will either... Give you like a oh, they're very excited about a price. So they'll be like, oh, this price sucks, and that kind of thing. Or little kids will come in and try to steal items. You have to stop them from stealing stuff. Uh, you run a oh, shop. Really? From... I... Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't run into that part yet. I had a little asshole kid try to steal an item from me, and I had to stop him before <laughs> I got out of the shop. That's um, hilarious. It is very very fun, but much more difficult in the dungeon crawling aspect. Like you can get wrecked dungeon crawling. Yeah. This. This does it's, sound a lot like Reseteer. I was gonna say, Very is much. it is yeah. it just like a better? That's the that's the game that a lot of people who, when I first started talking about, it, said it's just like Reseteer, and I, I've never heard of that. I game, think but they I said think this one is basically an updated. Yeah, this one that. is a little more on the da like dangerous. Is that the right word? Like the the, yeah. the the combat part is more dangerous. Like you definitely feel like if you screw up, you're totally screwed, and it does what that I, to you. The combat is kind of like. Um, Think uh, just, I would say it for me. It's close to Isaac if you were playing Isaac with a controller. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is that there's contact damage, so there's no like and there's no collision either. Are there? There's no no clip uh, with with the character Will, who's who's who. That's who you play, and then everything else. So you could have a statue like physically blocking a hallway. You can't just no clip through. You have to use iframes to jump over them or roll. But the problem is that everything everything in the room like goes straight for you yeah and there's time. there's no way to stop them you have a shield mm -hmm. but it doesn't do much so and your health is very very quick 
Yeah. Uh, it, it goes down very fast. But like the what's what's neat about this to me is that anyone who's who's ever played like a like a dungeon shopkeeper or that that sort of receteer, I guess. Um, I like the the deep economy a- aspect to it because there's things you can you can flood the market if you are like there, there's a popularity rating for every single item in the game. Yeah. And if you sell too much of it, it's going to drop the demand and then the you know concurrently going to drop the price you can hold you can withhold stuff on your inventory to not sell it to raise the demand but mm-hmm. you control the supply sort of thing mm-hmm. um and it's that that sort of that sort of depth is not something i was originally expecting from the game i thought it was just like okay we're we're basically just like a, a glorified you know trash vendor but one of, the, when, one of the things i noticed speaking of that um and i'm not sh- i can't tell you if this is actually how it works but it's something i noticed on a playthrough and mm-hmm. fascinated to learn more because I didn't play through enough. But so imagine you collect, I don't know, uh, iron, I guess. Let's say you collect iron and you go to your shop and you're like, well, I want to get rid of this iron so I can get some money and buy some better stuff. So you flood the market with iron it and, and you sell it cheap, right? It doesn't just lower the people's desire to get iron, but also let's say you start making iron swords People won't give as much a shit about iron swords because they can just make iron swords themselves with their own iron mm-hmm. is what I've discovered. And I think yep. that's hmm. fascinating. So if, like, you give people the materials they need to make stuff, they no longer need to come to you just like in an MMORPG or an RPG in general where it's like, I'm just going to craft it myself because I'm the hero. That, I think, happens, at least from what I can tell, is what's going on. I, I think don't that know might be... That that might be related to what vendors you bring into the town at the time. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think, I think there because there's a, a very early on you can get you can get the blacksmith whose name uh, this isn't a spoiler his name's Andre which is another, wow. there's, there's tons yeah. tons of references in this game. Right. Uh, you can bring Andre who's a blacksmith and then you also the wood hat or someone what the name of the enchanter who also makes potions. Um, I do not if remember. You, yeah, if you if you give them enough materials and they have the means to make it themselves, they're not going to buy it from you at a yeah. inflated price. Um, and that's and that's what I think is really is really appealing about the game because it's there's a there's a lot of of behind the scenes stuff going on with the economy that seems like it's running in in pretty good order. Um, yeah. it, it has a very smart design behind it, and that and that part's a lot of fun. The dungeon crawling aspect is also neat, but I will say that. Uh, with Jesse that the combat is it's actually tough. pretty brutal. Yeah, it's very this coming from a seasoned Isaac player. It's pretty tough. Yeah, if you it's one of those things where if you goof it, you're boned. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's not even like oh, I shouldn't have done the attack that I went into. It's like if you just roll the wrong way at the wrong time, it, it's unforgiving. Should, should also probably mention that if you die, you lose everything in the dungeon. Yeah. So, there's a there's a risk reward factor. You could keep going further into the dungeon, but you're going to you you're increasing the chance of getting overwhelmed or sure. you can use what's called the pendant and you can teleport out of there to just to say, "All right, I'm done. I'm done right. for now." So, but of course, the deeper you go, the more expensive artifacts you can find. It's it, it it's it's a bunch of systems that work very well together in a surprising surprisingly fun way. So far, anyway, I only have a couple hours into it, though. Um, the art is great. Mm-hmm. I really like the art a lot. It looks really beautiful. Yeah, the pixel art's <laughs> nice. Music's great. <laughs> oh, it looks really beautiful. It, uh, it, uh, well, I was I'm stretching. not sure what happened to you there. You're like, it looks really beautiful. It looks really beautiful. Octa, are you okay? Is there anything? I'm fine. 
<laughs> it looks really beautiful. Keep going. So it got it cracked him up. He's he's choking up so much. Yeah. So it was so beautiful. It's pixel art, but it's done in the not overused pixel art way. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of frames in the animations that look make it look very much fluid, comparatively speaking to other retro style games that are out right now. Yeah, it's I agree with that. I've also okay. been playing. Yeah. Uh, no one one other game I I want to mention that uh, just came out is Dungeon Hunter Champions, which is a it is what? a it's a Dungeon Hunter Champion. It's a it's a PC and mobile game. Now you got uh, me looking up Dungeon Hunter Champions. It's a it's a gacha game, which is right up my alley because I love gacha games. Oh, um, never but, mind. Pass. What, well, what's neat? Oh, what's neat about this one is that it also has a MOBA mode uh, in it, which is actually the combat is is very very good controls. They've been having some technical issues uh, with it, but what's behind there is like if you think of if you think of Summoner's War or the, or that sort of game with like, you know, you can evolve creatures It's basically Pokemon, but this one sure. is a little bit, this one's a little bit more involved because you're, you're actually using some of the characters as your main in the MOBA mode, which is five E five. There's also like, there's PVP arena. There's also, it's all real time, by the way, it's not turn-based like Summoner's War, which is that part's a little bit more appealing to me. And the graphics are fantastic. Even, even for like the PC. Oh, there's looks, kind of a cool awesome. raid boss you fight in one image. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, they've got elder drakes. They've got the steel widow. That's where you get all the high end gear from ah! it. And there's elements and all that kind of stuff. Oh, hold on. I'm going to have to show this. Uh, open a new tab, save this image. But I've been, I've been putting in a, a ton of, ton of hours into that game and, like I said, I'm I'm a little I'm a little biased when it comes to to these type of games because I love to play them. One of my favorite parts of games like this is when they obviously are trying to cash in on new crazes and new characters. Like this game, obviously has your sexy fox girl and your like blind goddess with big boobs. That's all fine yep. and dandy, and I like that stuff. But <laughs> the thing I think is my favorite. Is this hero? I'm just gonna put this up on the I'm, screen. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to think this which one Jesse right would come up with. Weird. I, she looks so familiar. I just don't know where I've seen a person like this before. But uh, shout out to them trying to keep up oh, with yeah. Overwatch. It's great. Yeah, yeah. That's, the mercenaries. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. a there's a there's a big wow influence. Although, in there wait, hold on. Hold the phone. Obtained one eight two eighteen. When did? Did the newest Overwatch hero come out? Because they copy off of this game. Oh shit! Oh, are you talking, are you, Wait a second. You talking about Bridget? Yeah, Brigitte. Yeah, wait, when, when Brigitte. did Brisket come out? Look at that. When Look did one eighteen come out? Oh my god, Brigitte. I think. I, I think. I, I think. I don't know when she I came out. I think Overwatch copied this game. I'm just gonna put it out it's there. It's possible. Kaplan, copier. Jeff. Jeff. What's up? What's is the deal? Why are you copying, Jeff? Why are you copying? I know you are... I know people might say it takes a while to come up with characters and implement them in the games, but I say to you, why are you copying, Jeff? Why are you copying? You guys are on a first name basis with uh with Kaplan though? Yeah, with Jeff. Yeah, we call him Is we it... call him DJ Jazzy. Yeah, that's how call... that's how yeah. first name we are. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I've been I've been enjoying the game. If you don't like those kind of games, you're not gonna like this one, but the the MOBA aspect's a lot of fun. Um it, it, what's nice about it is just that it is on PC. And they are bringing in some patches that address some of the technical issues that the game has been plagued with since release. Mm -hmm. It only released two weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, but it's free to play. I mean, give it a shot if uh, if you like that sort of game. If you're looking for something new and you're sick of of games like Summoners War, but here's I like this one. Here's the question: Can I mm -hmm. dump my actual money into this game to unlock? Uh, 
people. Absolutely. Ah, you well, go. well, no, no, no. You can't. You can't use your money to unlock people. You have to buy summons, or in this case, discs. Is this a mobile game? Yeah, it's PC With and which mobile. Which to play mobily? Yeah. I just want to get look. I've been. I'm you not saying I've on... been looking at screenshots of this blind boobed woman for the last like. Oh, how long we've been talking about this? She's called a, a boom sister. Okay. Yeah, that's right. She is a boom sister. <laughs> that's a boom sister a boob right sister. there. Hey. hey everyone, everyone calls her. Everyone calls her boob sister. Anyway. Damn right they do. I. <laughs> come on. That's the first thing that came to my mind when you name someone that. Um. Yeah. So okay. Cool. It's a lot uh, of fun. Any any other games before we we head to break really quick? Just Isaac, lots right. and lots of Isaac. Too much um, Isaac, some might say. I played. Maybe. Uh, I I feel bad saying this because Jesus is in chat, but I ended up playing. We were here too. Um, I oh, to that's totally games. fine. Okay, yeah. I felt bad because we played the first one together. It's all but, good. Um, I played. We were here too, which is like a two-person escape room kind of game. That mm -hmm. was pretty fun. Um, it's just like. Matching symbols with other symbols, but you can't quite see all the information, so you have to communicate with the other person. Um, it's fun if you want like a, a fun little uh, like puzzle, two player puzzle experience. It's a good time. Um, I, I would games recommend like that. that. Yeah, it, like uh, you must have really liked uh, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes. Yeah, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes is good. This has more of like a narrative to it, and like um, a uh, what would you how would you say it? It's it's more like a first person kind of puzzle adventure. Thing, but it was fun um some of the puzzles were a little obtuse but i think we only died like twice or something like that it wasn't too bad but um yeah it was a good time and there's like secrets to find and these like switches how long, and... how long is the game in total Ooh, i would say like three hours maybe it's cool. pretty short but it maybe less than that actually i gotta hang out with you more octo Can yeah, I, I like i like those kind of Can games I ask you a question, yeah, for octo sure. Dude. The weird creature that is uh, in the ceiling and stuff, does that pay off? Oh, the um the like shadow the, thing? Uh, the the jester? Whatever the hell that thing is. F that yeah. thing. It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> no, it um sort of. So they sort of talk about it. They, they sort don't... of talk about the terrifying thing that watches you the entire game? <laughs> yeah wait are you talking about in, in in we were here one two and we were here two did you not see it well i saw it but did you they they talk about it there's like um a, a dialogue like a like a, um a journal entry that talks about it oh well i'm not i'm not gonna blame the partner that i had for the time that i played but uh -huh. someone burnt all the journals when i fell in a stairwell of fire so Grindor. oh okay yeah. i bet yeah. it was Grindor. Uh, all right. Is that it? Then are we good? Can we go to commercial break and take some time? All right. Yeah. This is the part where I fail to transition properly into the commercial, but we'll be back with uh some news and uh some uh games that are coming out. If uh everyone can remember to go look at those, wink. And oh, yeah. uh, we will we'll be back very very shortly with uh some more stuff. So thank you, and we will see you then. Today's episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether it's domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. You know what, Dodger, what are you doing here? Didn't you just have a baby? <sighs> oh yeah, but I have something really important to do. I need to make a website for daily pictures of her. 
You know, for the grandmas. For the grandmas, right. Yeah, it'll be easy because I can put my videos and pictures on one of Squarespace's award-winning templates. And I guess their incredible customer service has dealt with a lot of weird moms. What was that? Nothing. Now, I just need to figure out if I should organize them by day or by outfit. Oof. Okay, start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code CYNICAL to get 10% off first purchase. Squarespace. Make it. Hello, everyone. We are back. Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Hello. All right. Let's talk news and things, right? Yes, please. There's got to be stuff to talk about. There's got to be of news course. and things happening in the world. Oh, crabsolutely. Yeah. Uh, crabsolutely. Bless you. Bless you and your beautiful sweater, which I love, hey, by thanks. the way. You want, you want, hey, you want to get it? You want to see a good shot of it? Here. I do. I think this is cool. It's great. It's fantastic. It is the least camera-friendly sweatshirt I've ever seen I know. in my life. <laughs> it's probably freaking out trying to render But I love it. I think I, it's – you continually have the best clothing Aww. and, dare I say, best emotes on Twitch. Okay. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Best emotes on Twitch. Yeah. Okay. So Octonet. news and things. News and things. Um, Thanks, right off the bat, I think uh, let's start with some fun positive news. Uh, okay. Although sure. – Depending on who you ask, this may or may not be a positive news choice. Um, there's going to be a Monster Hunter movie. Oh, and, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could either be amazing or not. I'm going to just give you the facts based on what I know, and I'll let you decide. Hit me. All right. Monster Hunter is coming out. Okay. Uh, it, it, it has a $60 million budget, which may or may not be good because $60 million to make a monster movie – who knows? It could be. It could be. That is. I mean, that's almost triple the cost of Blood Rain. Uh, that's so, true. It's a lot mm, of money. That's but, a lot of money. But let's get down to brass tacks because really, this is a movie starring uh, Mila Jovovich, uh, who is the star of the other Capcom IP, Resident Evil. That's true. Directed by Paul W S Anderson, who now you're probably thinking, strange. He directed all the Resident Evil movies. That's true. And the. Special effects team is all the Resident Evil special effects team. Um, if you're wondering why all this is happening the way it is, it's because Paul W. Sanderson is married to Mila Jovovich, and he casts her in all of his movies. So oh. that's why you're getting the cast you're getting. And it is literally I didn't know that. every Resident Evil movie, but now it's Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. Here's the thing. Resident Evil was insane because the plot made no sense ever but it was mm -hmm. fun to watch it was just they weren't great this I one mean, monster yeah. hunter i feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want with this there's never been a plot in a monster hunter monster hunter game. plots yeah. are very basic they're yeah. like stop the the big thing from doing the thing especially Something if they go by monster corrupted hunter corrupted world plot them. the monster hunter world plot is very like Paper thin. It's well. It's yeah. that's the first Monster Hunter game that ever had an actual plot. I think. Well, that's well, what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking about. It's like the setup to what's going on in the world right. is so paper thin. They literally couldn't like go back watch the first Resident Evil game after playing any Resident Evil, and you're like, the fuck is going on? But it's still kind of like pseudo in that world. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they go off the rails. But with this with Monster Hunter, there are no rails to be on. They just mm -hmm. sort of need to be like, okay, you are going to hunt big monsters the movie which is all spectacle because that's all the game is anyway is spectacle mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. depending on where you stand this could either be amazing 
or you're like, Ugh, I don't like this. Either way, I have no clue where this goes. I have no I idea what's enjoyed, about to happen. I enjoyed the first Resident Evil. That that was not a bad movie. It, it was a bad movie. The first but it one wasn't... was bad, but it was entertaining. Right? Yeah, it like, was entertaining, yeah. Some All of the, the other later Resident ones Evils... were, were terrible, except for yeah. some of the Wesker scenes were straight up out of the game, which was like... Yeah. That was so... total fan service, though. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Monster Hunter, I, I'm... It almost feels like Capcom was the ones who were pushing for a movie, not not how it usually is, but the other way around with like Hollywood pushing. They like seemed like they were bugging Capcom for this. Like I could totally see them doing it. Like we want to make Resident Evil movie versus, yeah, like you know, let's make a Monster Hunter because Monster Hunter's never really until World has ever been huge in the West, right? And know? I think this uh, is this is the it, for you sold incredibly well here. For yeah, you was for, huge here, but uh, it, everything but comparative to what like. Monster yeah, Hunter World is undeniably huge, huge yeah. but I feel yeah. like saying for you was like it was big, but not. I don't. I think you can compare the two. It, like no, Monster was, Hunter I mean, World you, put it on the map in like it, it, people knew it existed and people yeah. knew people who played it. Right? Am I crazy? Yeah. But it wasn't like one of those things where now it's like but for you sold. Did did for for you do more than generations? Uh. Overall? Yes, I think so. That's what I thought. Yeah, but like, oh, but overall though, like it never Monster Hunter's not never been a franchise that really oh caught my on God. with a Western audience until World. Really, What's oh up? my God, I, ju- oh, I it just hit me. What what, what happened? happened? This is a movie with Mila Jovovich and a CG cat. Y'all, this is going to be <gasps> fucking amazing. I stand correct. I'm ready for this movie. I'm wait, ready wait, wait. for this goddamn movie. They have palicos in this shit? They're going to put palicos in it. They're going to oh put palicos God. in it, and I hope it just looks like Puss in Boots from Shrek. God, like, me too. If it's yeah, just Puss in Boots. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm I definitely need, not seeing it now. I need a chef scene. I need I need a buff <laughs> They need to just make it Monster Hunter World, the movie, and I'm in. I want all the tropes from that movie or that game put in this movie. Oh my god. I didn't even think about that till now. It's going to be two hours of her and a cat hunting monsters. Damn, that maybe, will be amazing. Maybe Monster Hunter 4 you didn't do as well as in, in any of those I thought I did. It didn't even sell a million copies. I was going to say it, it wasn't. For you. It yeah, sold no. 2.63 million in Japan and like 720,000 in America. I thought it was way more than that. Well, well the thing is, is that that game it, it, it is a game that was popular, but not in Mainstream. terms of like people buying it. Is everyone knows Monster Hunter exists? Everyone knows what it is, but it wasn't until World came out that people were like, oh, "I guess I should pick this up too." Mm-hmm. And people like people bandwagon that game hard. It just wasn't mm-hmm. mainstream. I mean, un- until yeah. until World, but that's why I said I think it feels a little bit more like this was pushed from a Capcom side than because now that they now that you know World did gangbusters for them and numbers they're like hey we can now make this into a movie and probably make even oh my more money god i yeah. desperately you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna offer a tip i'm gonna offer a tip to paul ws anderson who i know is watching right now at home yep definitely. grab grab your lady bring her next to you paul i want the two of you to watch this this is my advice to you on how to make this movie all right <laughs> you have 60 million dollars uh-huh 35 million needs to go to making the palico Design and then everything else is spent on men in suits as the monsters. That's like, all, like Godzilla, but the Palico is is the best CG the world has ever seen. No one will care. 
No but, one will care that you're fighting and, Godzilla monsters. Yeah, and it's like men in rubber suits. Like, yes, rubber like suited monsters. Tokusatsu men. style? Okay, yes. okay. But all spend right. all the money on Palico design and and development. It, people would not care. People would not care at that point. Mila, I love you. I want to see you fight a giant man at, in a suit with at, a CGI cat. Wait, hold on. But I don't want I don't want the people to be like bigger in scale than what it looks like. So it's just like regular size Amelia Jovovich climbing on regular size. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to stab him in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. And on like and in like an alleyway, like most of the YouTube videos that are shot. Like just yeah, an yeah, alleyway yeah, behind yeah. a studio. Yeah, yeah. Not even a set. It's not even in nope. the forest. It's maybe on a beach somewhere. Yeah. And she's like yeah. fighting a crab monster just, on a beach. Just put him in a... It's just a guy in a crab suit. Yes. And the and the music is is just a man holding like a speaker next to them. There's not yes, even like a score but to it. All the money is spent on the Palico. You can design. see the boom in the yes, shot. Yeah. Every cent is spent circle. on Palico. Give him a steel chair and a and a trash can and just let him twenty thousand dollars spent on just cute eyes alone. Uh -huh. Twenty million. Twenty million on just eye technology. So yep. every mm -hmm. shot the Palico eyes are like, Oh, I love it. Every single cent. I want that. God, I want that so badly. I didn't even think about I was like, it could be okay. If they put Palicos in this shit, it best could be movie ever. It could really be incredible. It could be incredible. I didn't even think about I, it. I now have no hopes for this movie. <laughs> no hopes no, or no, they're all the finally have hopes. Yeah, I exactly. Have, I have no hopes. I'm the only I'm the only anti cat here, I guess. <laughs> what? I think I think all animals are lovely. Damn. Almost um, all of them. Even gooey duck. Even gooey ducks. Gooey ducks are our nature's dick joke. Yeah, anyway. it, is a dick joke. <laughs> yeah. it is a dick joke. Yeah. Uh, every time I look at one of those, I'm like, why was this in an episode of Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> was it really? Yeah, where he's like, you've got to cook with things. And he re reveals it, and it's like dicks on a table. And everyone's yeah. like, what? Yeah, it's it's supposed to actually be pretty good, though, if you like um, oysters or clams or that sort of thing. Sure. Which I do. I do not. <laughs> Um, I anyway, never taste the I like, delightful gooey duck. Anyway, $20 million on CG eyes. 30 million, yeah, 30 million on the cats, 20 million just on the eyes. On the eyes. Half right. your budget, if you put it in that, and then the rest of it, I don't know, you know, another 15 million to pay the two of you because you're doing all the work. And then the rest of the money goes to hiring men. There's no more suits. money. There's only 60 million. Yeah. You've already spent 30 million, over 15 million. And then there's another 15 million. And that goes to like licensing fees for nine inch nail songs. And yeah, uh -huh. guys, <laughs> guys in suits. Yeah. You'd have the best damn movie. I would watch uh, the shit out of this thing. Here's, here's the question. Do you think it's going to have a subtitle? Like, do you think it's going to be like monster hunter, Attack of the Monsters or something like that? Or do you think it's going to, or like, no, reloaded. I think it'll be it's like, reloaded. I think it'll be Monster Hunter will be the name of the movie. Yeah. I really think they're just going to call it Monster Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because it's super simple. And, I agree with it. Yeah. I think that they're going to think that um, audiences in, in, in the West are going to want something more out of the title. But like, it explains exactly they, what it is. You're hunting monsters. Yeah, like, that's, that's what, true. Well, yeah, uh, something else to think about. They also did the same thing with, with the first Resident Evil. It was called Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah I suppose that's true. It's a it's a name that at least people over here now you know are well aware with. Just but the sequel, the sequel will be like Monster Hunter Two, Ultimate uh, <laughs> Revengeance. Yeah, yeah Revengeance. the revengeing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. resurrection, resurrection mm -hmm. of the resurrection. Hold on, hold on. Now, oh fuck! Now I gotta go do this. I have to look up <laughs> all of the 
Resident Evil movie yep. series Outbreak, titles. Extinction. Extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Insurrection. So, so the next one is Monster Hunter Apocalypse. The next one's Monster okay. Hunter Extinction. Yep. Monster Hunter Afterlife and Monster Hunter Retribution. Then Monster yeah. Hunter, the final chapter. You <laughs> know. And then yeah. the relaunch. And then the reboot. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then the reboot happens. And then it's just MH. Yeah, <laughs> oh and then it's just but Mila, Mila Jovovich in CGI form is like has been turned into one of the Palicos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's her cameo. Yeah, right, one, one of them is gonna. It yep. won't even have monster. It'll be just called like Monhun. Like Mon oh yeah, four. <laughs> People be like, you. oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, speaking of of insane, ridiculous things, this past week, my Twitter feed was blown up with people demanding I comment on this. Thankfully, I said nothing because it turned out to be nothing. Um, there was an insane thing that happened with Steam and Valve. Apparently, they told a lot of developers, for example, the Honey Pop team, that they were going to be removing the game because it was it contained naughty bits and uh, was against Terms of Service now, and it was re-reviewed or some nonsense, and everyone went crazy. The internet blew up. Uh, people were like, no, my boobs, which, you know, <laughs> as a fan of them, I was mm -hmm. a little like, well, this seems strange, but it, I, you know, as with all things, uh, turns out this was a, this was a nothing and steam messaged everyone and was like, yeah, no, Hey, ignore that. We goofed and we were sorry. Sorry about that. That was our bad. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it, that was a really bizarre situation because there were so many, it, it wound up becoming the conversation again where people were going, man, it really sucks that they have such a monopoly and for them to say, hey, we're not going to put your game on Steam could like really hurt us a yep. lot, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so, oh, bye, Sin Victor. Sin Victor's gone. Bye, Sin Victor. Bye, Sin Victor. Love you. Miss you. Yeah. Um, and now so. Sin Victor is Octo and Octo is a black and gray screen. Mm-hmm. And That's I'm me. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. We're doing great. Hey, look at us. Uh, um, but yeah, and so so there were all of these companies that are like, that's like if that's going to be the case, then that's not really fair because we worked with you guys to make sure that we followed your guidelines. Yeah, right. So for you to say, oh, never mind, we're not going to put your game on Steam or we're taking your game down from Steam when we did everything to make sure that we followed you know we were we were square we <laughs> we did everything that we needed to do to be on here um yeah i mean i think from a from a you know stepping back a little bit from this i always find it so weird that like violence in video games is cool but like s like sexual stuff in video games isn't yeah like it's uh, i feel still like that's that's been the way for a while when it comes to American produced anything, right? I, I know. And, and I, I, it has been for a while. It's just so strange to me. Like, like from, I agree that way that like literally they would take that kind of stuff off, but they wouldn't have like, you know, you still have like massively violent video games. I mean, I guess that's a bigger well, discussion, but it's, it's so weird that they would go through and just be like, Oh yeah, by the way, titties. Uh, -uh. like, like, well, and um, I guess one of the other things, and I, I didn't look into this very much, so um, I don't know how true this is, but one of the arguments that a lot of people were giving is it's specifically like anime titty games that we're getting yeah. focused on. And there are yeah. lots of games with 
breasticles in them mm-hmm. on Steam. Well, the, the mm-hmm. thing the thing I think that sparked the most controversy was uh, what the hell is that party game? Party Mario Party. No, not Mario <laughs> Party. I wish I wish Sonic Shuffle. Penis Shut Party. Up. I hate you so much. <laughs> um, House Party is the name of the game. Oh, um, with Kid in Play. House <laughs> exactly. House mm-hmm. Party. I literally so I went online to uh, uh, to see what this game was because I got a free code for it a long time ago. No video oh, exists because fuck? it is a bad game, and I don't. Oof, I, oof. People what keep like hell? making videos of this. House Party is a game where you are a dude at a party, and the objective is to like bang all the different girls at the party. Right. Um. And over time, they've added mods and different things you can do where, like, it gets a little more graphic. But the base Steam game is Black Bar. Like, it, it's a game that you have to to patch, right? Right. And I think that was sort of what Steam's, uh, like, idea was with all these games. Like, look, we're going to put these games out there, but our version will not have the dirty stuff. You have to go to the developer's website or do whatever. And I feel like that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think like Steam's allowed to say the version you download from us won't have the dirty bits, but yeah, for you sure. can get it if you want to by going to these other links, which is fine. And I've always been okay with that. Um, but I think the thing was is that for some reason, this is the game that got people really worked up because the whole point is like you need you're basically scamming these girls into having sex with you is like sort of the premise of the game i will say i played about an hour of it and hated every minute because it is it's like not fun mm-hmm. and a procedural like so okay so we're going to get this one girl to have sex with me i have to lure this guy out of this room so he won't beat me up okay cool what do i have to do like it's not a fun game yeah. i don't like any of it it was like not a cool like yeah this is hot it was terrible um yeah. It is definitely one of those things where I can see why it would offend people, but I don't know that it's that but it's the, it's. But then punish that game, you know? If, if that exactly, game, exactly. Well, that's the thing. If it made it through Steam's checklist of everything, yeah, then it shouldn't. I can get why you'd be offended by the game, but yeah. if it checks out with everything on Steam, it's very much like uh, dealing with 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 Twitter anger and people or Twitch anger and people being like, "Well, that person." As boobs. And it's like, yeah, but they're doing everything that, that according to the rules of Twitch, they're allowed to do. So get the fuck over it. Like, yeah. that's that's where it's at. And I feel like that's the same thing with this. I have the, the same idea where if if Steam says this is what it, it, it is and it's okay, then mm-hmm. why the fuck do you care so much? Yeah. Because at that point, you're just being it like an ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it... it- but like I feel like I said, you know, and I agree with you. I I feel like you should that game should be punished for you know whatever the guidelines it's breaking or what have you. I don't think you should just be like okay, do the collective punishment thing where it's like okay, all sexy games should go. I mean, not that they did they they did rescind it, but still the fact that it was put out there in the first place, right? You know, they were going to make the choice to axe all the sexy games. Well, and I don't like, think anyone right. knows if that was an on purpose thing. Or where it came, like, Valve hasn't necessarily said why that email occurred and why they were contacted and what the reasoning behind that was. Uh, Maybe it's been updated since, but I've seen no reasoning of the initial message. I've seen a bunch of stuff saying, look, that was a mistake, but why was it a mistake? What happened during that process to cause that to happen? Mm -hmm. I truthfully don't know. I couldn't tell you. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, of course, because um, this is the way the world works, 
The National Center for Sexual Exploitation took all the credit online, saying they were part of the initial charge to get this to happen. It was part of a two-year campaign to remove sexual, sexually graphic games uh, from Steam. Uh, but Valve was like, no, they had nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess this is one of those things that like, people love to justify their existence as like an organization. So maybe that's why yeah, they said it. That. But yeah. yeah, it's a very weird situation that I don't... I'd love to hear what like the Honey Pop devs and all the different anime booby game devs have heard from them because I feel like it's weird to get a message that says we're going to remove your stuff and then get a message that's like, whoops, my bad. Why was it your bad? What happened during that time right. period to make this a worrying thing? I don't think we have that information at all, which is weird. I, yeah. I, I have no clue. Sorry about that. Hi. That's okay. Hello. So yeah, I can't. My webcam won't start now, but the, you're uh, back. It's fine. We have your name on the screen. Can you can you guys hear me okay at least? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay. Sorry about that. The uh, power went out. That's okay. Uh, so in case you missed it, Sinvicta, we were talking about the delightfulness that is um, booby games being removed from Steam and then immediately put back on Steam because yeah, that was. A I thing. mean, Valve Valve has never been good at. I guess in any situation of communicating clearly, I guess. Right. It's just, it's funny that they that they go after these kind of games. It's like I've always thought that that the the visual novel, not visual novel, novel, but dating game, dating sim games were always kind of like tongue in cheek, cute about like nudity and stuff, but didn't show any like hardcore. No, you'd be wrong. Stuff. There's some dirty ass shit out there, my dude. I, I obviously dirty, I don't play them. dirty stuff. Here's the thing, though. I don't think it matters at all because like. Is, are I, they are they talking about context of of, of how it's displayed or is this, no no there was nothing I mean, that's the problem is there's nothing said it was like we are going to remove this wide swath of games and then we're not going to remove this wide swath of games and there was no actual like reasoning for any of it there was no it's communication so it was just very weird and I think like that's the, a problem the thing that that I always bring to light about nudity in games I mean I I personally don't care as long as as long as like it's not widely available to kids or whatever who who really cares we're all adults mostly but like the game that i that i play a lot that actually has nudity in it surprisingly is papers please and that has that has gratuitous nudity i mean it's not it's not sexual in any way but it's still naked you know it, it's a naked human portrayed realistically on a video game and that's I've n i never hear anything about a game like that you know but I just uh, again, it's, I guess it's all about context and not them and Valve not elaborating on it kind of opens the door for in interpretation, which is not good because if they're going to make a hardline stance on bringing games, specific games down and then totally just saying, oh, yeah, our bad, whatever, you know, it's without explaining exactly what was the reasoning for it. You know, it's kind of it's a gray right. area. I don't think that's good. Well, I, I, I definitely agree with Octo at his initial point of like. Sorry if I if I reiterated that Octo no, said no 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 Octo basically said that violence <laughs> in gaming is crazy on Steam, but mm -hmm. like nudity is is a no no, and I it's a very puritanical view of gaming and and culture and and, and especially America where it's like oh a butt that's terrible but like watching a person get blown up acceptable, and right. it's it's a weird way of looking at things, but. Uh, I guess it 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 all comes. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I, I quite understand why 
the reasoning happened, but I guess it doesn't matter because Valve will never tell us anyway. It reminds me of the of the old. It's an old school argument of like of people being enlisted into the army at eighteen, but not being allowed to drink. Like they they can go off and die for their country or whatever, but they can't have a beer, you know, to talk about it or something like that. That's an old old adage. That's sort of along the same vein of what of the violence versus yeah, you know, sexual stuff is. I mean. Well, uh, speaking speaking of American uh, values and ideas, let's talk <laughs> let's talk net neutrality real quick. Yeah, so let's do it. Uh, more, more positive news. Yeah, our our great and wonderful uh, you. Well, first off, as you probably all know, the FCC back in December voted to eliminate net neutrality, um, and uh, big ass Ajit Pai, who I just hate as a human being, um, somehow managed to push that through. And uh, the world was like, what do we do now? Well, uh, because we have checks and balances in this delightful country of ours, the United States Senate voted to restore it. And they said what happened is wrong and uh, borderline illegal. And so they voted 52 to 47 to restore it. Um and that is basically, I believe it was on lines that net neutrality regulations place an unfair burden on ISPs uh, to, <laughs> that stifles innovation and supporters argued limiting regulations with open doors allow them to prioritize traffic, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever the case may be, they decided that they would uh, vote to make it, uh, to, 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 you know, vote to restore the original regulations. Right. They're but, repealing it. Uh, welcome to our government. We have two chambers in Congress. And so while the Senate voted to, the House has yet to vote on this. But um, since it is heavily dominated by the political party that is in favor of ending net neutrality, uh, it may. Republicans. Yeah, it may end up in some trouble. So who knows? But we will see very, very soon uh, what will happen. Uh, to my understanding, the first the first hurdle was the easiest one of them getting it to, to repeal the vote. And, but yeah. now going through the house is like that's the super hardcore challenging one. We will see what we will see what happens. But what is definitely true is that everyone who tweeted and talked about and and you saw a lot of companies. One thing you'll learn very quickly about government is that uh, if money is involved people will respond very differently. And so mm -hmm. the more you see tweets and the more you see people with the little, like, check mark next to their name being very, very angry about this, the more people respond. And so uh, even though the House and the Senate are both re Republican-controlled, still there was the Senate passed the thing saying, like, we don't want this. So who knows? Who knows what will happen? But uh, at the moment... Uh, I've always are... found it curious that they that the main the main argument against net neutrality was that it st it stifles innovation for the ISPs because like ranking globally the US ISPs suck for speeds and for for everything. I mean, you look at you look at like well, South I, Korea I, well, that, got... that is not about net neutrality. That's about the fact that literally most places only have one cable company or internet company and no competition. Right. So but I'm, I'm wondering where the argument of it stifles innovation though. Like, because well, they're, are they talking about and they're, they're lying. Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. they're liars and they're, yeah. they're douchebags and they're saying whatever. That's, what, they need that's to what I was getting at. It's like, yeah. it's like you talk about innovation. What, what kind of innovations are we, are we holding back here? Better speeds? Cause 
Yeah, the no, world has they're, it. no, they're yeah. definitely lying to you in yeah. order to get you to believe. I mean, the fact that that originally the trick for net neutrality was people saying like trying to get you to believe the reverse mm-hmm. that net neutrality was like, don't you get it? That's them trying to take away your freedoms. Like that kind of oh, shit. Like, like only the pirates want want net neutrality back. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that just, kind of crazy stuff where they're trying to yeah. trick you into thinking the thing you wanted was not the thing you wanted. That was the first strategy. And now they're just like, no, no, it stifles innovation, which is another bullshit thing. By having it being open, that's how you get innovative stuff. Like it's yeah, that's how you that's how yeah. you get more ideas out there. Yeah. Is by not restricting, you know, the the channels like that. Yeah. The, but yeah, the name net neutrality is an awful name to like. It's very people are like, wait, what is it again? I think that's also a big problem. Well, if it's neutral, well. then uh, how can it be all that bad? But at the same yeah. time, pick a side, man. Yeah, Internet. don't be neutral about net neutrality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is definitely one of those things where, uh, having lived around different parts of the country, when I lived in Ohio, for example, you had one choice. It was Time Warner. That was all you had. There was no other choice for your internet, and that's just what you got. And mm-hmm. what they offered you was, like, all the different options. That's what you had to choose from. Mm-hmm. And you had, like, slow and medium and fast. And that was it. And that's a, a huge problem in this country because companies are buying up all the other cable companies. And now there's, like, four cable companies. Cox, Time Warner, and two others that I can't Comcast. And, yeah, Comcast. Uh... Comcast owns a ton of shit. Yeah. Um, but Time Warner got bought by someone else. I don't know who that is. Time Warner is now something different. But uh, and and which I think is really funny because they're basically like, oh no, we're no longer Time Time Warner doesn't exist. Yeah, it can't it's be Spectrum bad. now. Spectrum, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you can't there shit you on Time Warner because it doesn't exist. It's Spectrum cable now. I was like, so confused when I started getting letters in the mail that were all from Spectrum, and I was like, ah, <laughs> fuck these. This is some other company trying to. Nope. Uh, and they're like, no, this is us. Yeah, we just. <laughs> Yeah, we have a different name now, but we're still just as bad. Yes, exactly. They're still yeah, it's just like, as bad. They changed. It's like, oh yeah, we're we're much improved now. Like what? Oh, you guys, you guys changed the entire infrastructure for your ISP in like a day because you changed the name. I severely doubt that. They I, all go through the same channels. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just awful, just not good. But that's the problem. The problem has nothing to do with net neutrality. The problem has everything to do with the fact that if there were more cable providers, because they're all using the same fucking wires. It, yeah, it, that's it, why I said they're all coming from the same source. Yeah, yeah. They're all <laughs> using the same stuff. But if there was competition, then we'd see increased speeds. And it, But that's mm-hmm. not an issue, which is that's the reason why we lag behind, because most uh, companies that provide us Internet have no incentive to give us faster speeds because it doesn't do anything for them. Right, and right. these are the companies that supposedly are doing a, doing it for our benefit to get rid of net neutrality. Right, right, right. We're supposed to believe that. Yeah. No, definitely, you definitely should ignore the fact that Verizon is behind, like, the biggest push to end net neutrality. Like, what, what would they have to gain from that? Hmm. Like, yeah, hmm. no, ignore that stuff. It's about innovation, y'all. Yeah, let us innovate. God, America. Yeah. Just get off our backs. <laughs> Just take mm-hmm. away net neutrality so we can actually work for you. Uh, I think that might be it for like the big new stuff. There is, I, I'm kind of really excited uh, about We Happy Few coming out with like an actual story mode, but apparently the story mode is not even being classified in Australia because for whatever reasons, I'm not sure what exactly, but um, that probably means that there's some dirty bits and or violence they don't like. But I'm thrilled because if you remember <laughs> We Happy Few, the original premise of that game was like a, a 1960s England where everyone's taking drugs to make themselves happy and 
It had an amazing trailer. The first 15 to 20 minutes of that game are incredible, and then it became like a roguelite and was kind of dumb. Now they're actually making a real game with a real story that seems very much like Bioshocky, which is... Right. I'm excited. I'm, hopefully a, they'll have stuff at E3. It's always been weird to me that Australia is the uptight one when they're like... They've got like 50 ways to die just for waking up. It's a country that worries about Australia. Super uptight. Super uptight. I know. It's surprising. It's like, come on, Australia. Get on uh, the ball. It's drugs that are the problem. Okay. Oh. So the whole premise of the game is the problem. It's the idea that you have to take happy pills. But you're resisting the happy You're resisting the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to. You can actually take them in the game, and it changes the world around you, which is really funny. Uh, so that interesting. Hmm. I yeah, Australia. Is, even though America's uptight as shit, Australia is super uptight. Uh, yeah. Which I think is crazy because it definitely seems like it's a government thing. Because when I was in Australia, everyone was super chill, and everyone was like really nice. They were all on drugs. They might have been. It's very possible. Just Ever, kidding. They were like drinking in the street. People were having like a good old time. But yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, the government. As far as I've been told, is all awful, but the country is awesome. Everyone in it that I met was really, really cool. I wonder if they have any of the Lisa games in Australia. They might. I'm telling you, they don't have a lot of games. I went to a. Um, uh, it wasn't a GameStop, but it was something very similar. It might have been an EB Games, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, or Egghead. There you go. Yeah, it was like an old and and a lot of the games they had were very much like the big blockbuster selling games but not games that would probably cause trouble. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm excited. I'm more excited. I'm less excited about the article and more excited that that a playable story mode of the game is coming out. Because <laughs> that's all I ever wanted. That's what I thought the game was going to be originally. It is mm -hmm. not. It is not at all. It, it was like a weird survival game, right? Did you yeah. have to like, build up a base and things like it, that? It, it was... straight up became... The opening 20 minutes is like you're playing the coolest version of a Bioshock game. And then mm -hmm. immediately becomes a survival game where you're just trying to like collect items and build stuff and get out of town. And that it sounds disappointing. Yeah. It's it was ultra disappointing. I have yeah. no idea why it was like that. To me, it reminded me very much of the hype that was built up to um Oh, what the hell is that game where you're out in space and it sucks? No Man's Sky? Yeah, No Man's Sky. You know, the sucky one. Um it it was very <laughs> mediocre like that. Like, all although, the hype building up to it was awesome, and then it yeah. hit with mediocrity. And you're like, Although, what? you know, that's uh, they're coming out with all the stuff that they said, well, um, that they implied was going to be in the initial multiplayer, release. Now. Yeah. Multiplayer, yeah. Very much now. like, very much like uh, We Happy Few. Yeah, but so, I feel like it's a little, you know, it's too little too late. I feel like the damage has already been done. We all we all know this is just a precursor to the Battle Royale mode that No Man's Sky is going to be coming out. Oh, No Man's Sky Battle Royale. <laughs> yep. How it's, would you it's happening? Even... It's gonna. Ha I heard that. Uh, there. Oh, uh, what was the name? It was called Next Car Game before it got. I think it's called Wrecked or something now. They there's. It's a basically demolition derby, and they have a battle royale mode now. But it's it's demo car. Like you're taking cars and running them into each other. That would be cool. I still maintain. I will always maintain. Wreckfest. Yeah, there. It sea is. of Thieves. Battle mm -hmm. royale mode. Everyone starts on pirate ships. And there's an island in the middle, and 100 people have to get – you all get a little schooner, and it's just you on this ship. And you have to get as much treasure, and you can make alliances, you can do whatever you want, 
but you have to get as much treasure as possible, and the, the, the team with the most treasure at the end wins. But if you're a person, you kill your team, you get, like, bonuses because, you know, it's split between you. So there's four people on your ship, and you turn in treasures. Like, that kind of thing. But there can only be it. one winner. Yeah, because think about it. If you're on a boat, you know how in the game everyone goes and turns in chests, right? Because you can mm -hmm. only hold one at a time. Mm -hmm. If you're on a boat with four people, you're now competing with the other four to turn in everything that you've collected. Or you just kill the other three and turn in everything by yourself. I think it would be great. I'd play that I would want to play yeah, I would want to play that game than the actual Sea of Thieves, which was fun for about a week and then you realize, oh, there's just there's just nothing to do. I think a week is being pretty generous. I mean, I enjoyed it just because like I'm a sucker for like sailing and you know the ocean and stuff, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, the game was very shallow. Pun intended, of course. Hey oh. Hey oh. All right. Well, uh, before we wrap stuff up and move on in this beautiful world of ours, let's talk about things that are coming out this week. Um, did anyone have a chance to see uh, any games that are on its way? Is there anything worth talking about? Uh, I found uh, a tale of a tale of pirates, a dummy mutiny. Well, that's tomorrow. Is there anything today coming out? <laughs> did Not today. No. No. Literally no. no. What oh. about? Photogen, the about, tales of creeping madness. All I can think about is vampire. That's all I want to come out <laughs> right now. Wait, what's the Photogen, yeah. Tales of Creeping Madness is a choose your own adventure style minigame with couch co-op and a hint of betrayal. Play as one of four cultists intent on releasing the ancient one. I can uh -huh. get behind this. Cool. Yeah. Wait, where's the list of where's the list of stuff that's coming out right now? Uh, oh. Um, bathroom oh. chef looks promising. Hold on, I'll send that to you right now, my dear friend. Thank you. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, Octo. I don't think Octo was in the group when you sent it. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. I want to take. All right, it. there you go. Okay. Yeah, this photogen tales of creeping madness looks like uh, it's kind of the Yog, very similar to the Yog, which is very similar to Monster Prom. So that's another game. Sense. I was gonna say another game that yeah. came out recently. By the way, oh Octo. Yeah. Can I, can I tell everyone a spoiler? Yeah. We may or may not be in the process of working on a DLC. Okay. We may or may not have decided we want the narrator to be in the DLC. We may okay. or may not have written down Octopimp next to it. Yes, so like, yes. Uh, All right. Just put it out there. <laughs> Wonderful. Get ready, get ready. That could happen very, very I can't soon. possibly imagine a role I would rather play. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you were, there was. Nice. Literally okay. the conversation was like, Octopimp? Octopimp. So that's okay. like, yeah. Cool. Get ready for that. Nice. By the way, um, Monster Prom, still having fun with it. Uh, I played with my friends the other day. Uh, still enjoying that game. I am so blown away by its success. You know mm -hmm. what I love? The mm -hmm. fandom is nonsensical. They like, love it. It is huge. People I, are crazy. Dude, I, I love I, seeing all the fan art. It's I, so cute. I have a friend whom I know from my days in the Homestuck fandom, and uh, she's an artist. And all of a sudden, on my uh, on my dashboard, up popped a video of her OC, her monster prom OC having sexual congress with Damien. And I was like, <laughs> oh, neat. There it is. <laughs> I um have seen a lot of links to like some pretty great erotica and i'm very i'm like yeah all right uh would yeah. you guys be friends with me if i said i still haven't played it yet yeah because that means yeah. you can go out and buy it we love you yeah you can get it right now right oh, now. i can't i can't re request a key nope buy that shit <laughs> support your friends yeah buy, buy that shit that's 11.99 that's that's good um it is insane 
the fandom and the amount of people that are like into it and I'm ready. I'm so excited. I have a lot of ideas for uh future stuff, so. Is there a heavy metal chick monster? Um a heavy metal chick monster? Yeah. I mean, like a god like maybe even just a goth monster. I mean there there are there are three coven there's a coven of witches. Oh yes. There's a coven of witches. I, I like the witches a lot. Yeah. Um there's a ton of stuff. Y'all don't even know. I'm really I'm first off, I'm saving this link to Photogen because that looks really good. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I love those types of games. I think those are so good. But um yeah, I'm very, very excited that people are Yeah, there is the fire lady, but she's a playable character. Yeah, um, this 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 looks yeah, this is very yog like. Yeah, it reminds me it's clearly not like Monster Prom and that Monster Prom the point is like you're dating, but this seems very yeah. much like the Yogg because it's yes. story driven. Yeah, you're 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 going towards something. Yeah, and I like and for those who never played the Yogg, the point of the Yogg, much like this one, this one is your cultist trying to release Cthulhu or whatever. Uh the Yogg was you have so many days until a monster comes and destroys your town and you have to like protect your, your people. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, that's, I like that stuff. That'll probably end up being a fan Friday if I'm Oh if I'm what's not... the Oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at <laughs> who mentioned bathroom chef. Wait a minute. That was Dodger. That was Dodger. What is this? Um, it looks amazing. Is that today? Is that a today game? Yes, it today. sure is. Bathroom, bathroom chef. chef. Where the hell is that? It's at the top, May twenty second. Oh my god. The first screen is what just is horrifying. This game? No, just Dodger, go. No. Just go. Can no. I read the? No. Just go through. Just no. No. What is the <laughs> matter with you? Just go through the description. Just go through the thumbnails. It's a tail. Uh... Burrito burst. I've been there, buddy. <laughs> uh. Yep. Inner the inner peace one just frightens me. You know what this is, by the way. This is literally the the poop game from South Park. Like yep. every time it you is. sit on a, every time you sit on a toilet in the South Park game, this is it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Great, cool. Glad to, glad you're here, Dodger. <laughs> I'm doing what I can. For How can you forget Trivia Vault fashion trivia, Jesse? Comes I already have well. forgotten it. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. We need you need to look up C at CCCP calls. I see that. I see it. It looks like Russian it's honey anime. Pop. Yeah, it's Soviet anime girls. But Classic the video Communist only has one game. anime girl, and she is not getting any closer to being naked in this video. No, she's not yeah. even moving. It's just a. In fact, every screenshot is just of the. Can I just? I'm I'm not Russian. I don't claim to be Russian. I don't claim to have lived in Soviet Russia. But I'm very curious if this is what the people of the Soviet Republic would consider representative of their people. Um, each bubble uh -huh. is either a helmet. An AK-47, a sexy lady with a gun, a cross symbol, um, a various tower of a church, and um, what appears to be some sort of uh, anti-air weapon. Yeah, artillery, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like an artillery something. I just... Uh, also, can we just talk about how this comes in the cute anime girls bundle? And one of the anime girls games is called Weed. Nice. Uh oh wow. There's one called LSD. LSD, yeah. Which is exact. These are all match three games. Yep. Someone played Honey Pop and was like, Yeah, we could do that. It 
I know, uh, well, since TB isn't here today, it's unfortunate we can't talk about uh, 40K stuff, but it looks like uh, Space Hulk Enhanced Edition comes out today. Yeah, I'm not sure what his vibe on that one is. I can't remember if he liked it or not, because I know the last time we talked about one, he was like, that's garbage poop. Yeah, 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 sounds about right. Um, The, well, Space Hulk, when it originally came out, was not great. It had, like, a bunch of, like, frame rate issues. It was, like, poorly optimized. It was super not good. But it looks like Enhanced Edition fixes all the problems, which is nice. Yeah, game is good now. Uh, oh, that's a that's a good good tagline for it. Game is good now. Game, game is, is good, good now. now. Yeah. Performance is fixed. That's always nice. But it, it looks like if you own um, the original, you just get the Enhanced Edition for free. Great. Um, cool. Yep. Um, I got to look at this game to see what it is. Uh, Safe House. It looks kind of interesting if you're into the top secret build upgrade and run a spy HQ out of a safe house. Looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it very much looks like um, Fallout, Shelter, whatever that game was. So who knows? Just looking at some of the games on this list is just I how. I don't know who chose this. <laughs> who is Whose color is this? Is this who, who chose... Baby car driver. That's what I'm looking <laughs> at right now. And I'm wait just a like, second. Wait a second. Who picked what? this? Who picked this game? I'm just looking at that. Baby going... car driver is a game that is terrible looking. Is it out today? It's out. Oh today. yeah. Four user reviews. Baby car driver. Yep. Hold on. I am not okay with this. It's baby car driver. Again, I don't know how these things get to Steam. Um, sure. Well, that's a thing that happened. Let's move on to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, what's that tomorrow? Tomorrow, we have Arlo the Rabbit. Someone, what the hell yeah. is this? Look at this. Oh, my God. It does look like an old school Game Boy game. They're advertising it correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arlo the Rabbit. Arlo's first adventure in an old school platformer fashion. Complete mm-hmm. with like, amazing this is definitely- chiptune tracks. This is definitely the sort of a game that starts off feeling like it's about a cute rabbit and then winds up being about Satan, right? Like, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If we're lucky, that's what this game... If we're lucky, it'll be about Satan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, the, A Tale of Pirates, A Dummy Mutiny? What is this game? Yeah. So, thinking about Sea of Thieves, except you're fighting your own ship that is populated with target dummies. Oh, it's v- VR. VR. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out, like, what the hell is this game? You know what? I could not do VR on the ocean. I can barely do on the ocean in real life. Hard pass. Mm. Oh, yeah, where it would be like rocking back and forth. Oof. Oh, I was more focused on the sharks that would eat me, but yeah. Sure. Oh, that too. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hold on. There Yesterday... All right, never mind. This game looks terrible. I don't know uh-huh. what this means, but the Captain Forever trilogy, I just had to see what it was. It, It's not forever, and it's not worth the trilogy. Um, the 24th, a lot of games come out that you guys are interested in. First off, we have Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Oh my god, is that out on the 24th? Uh, PS4, 3DS, and Switch, yeah, looks like. Oh, this is the, um, this is the prequel, the 8-bit prequel. Okay. That's done, that's made like, um, um, the old Castlevania games. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks yeah. cool. It looks really yeah. cool. Some of these boss fights are awesome looking. Yeah, this looks like a fun game. 
I mean, this looks like a Gerard game. If Gerard had to play a game, this is what he would play. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited for like the full Bloodstain to come out. Oh hell yeah! Epiphany is another a logic puzzle game with the goals to find. Yeah, it's a pattern. logic game. It looks very simple and fun. You should play this with to your me. baby, and then your baby will be smart. I should. Oh my gosh, I'll play Beethoven. Yeah, just don't <laughs> play. Just don't play Baby Car Driver. No, or whatever just that was. just uh just blast anime openings. Okay, great, got it. Yeah, you're like <laughs> way ahead of you. I'm already on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Um, the uh, other one that I grabbed for this day is the Office Quest. Yes, looked, I'm looking at this. It's goofballs. It looks, yeah, it looks really silly. Um, I like the art style. Yeah. I don't know what the game type is, though. What is the actual game? It looks like a side-scroller of some Maybe kind. Maybe a point-and-click question mark? I don't know. I have I'm no clue what the, this is. There's the puzzles. There's lots of puzzles, it looks like. But it looks very silly and funny. And uh, I like how this one guy's pig costume, he's just his head's in the stomach. Mm. That's great. Uh, okay, and then moving on to the 25th, was there anything of value on the 25th? I mean, I can think of one thing. Yeah. Detroit Becoming Human comes out the Wait, 25th. Is that, does that come out? Yes. Yo, I played the demo. I love that shit. I can't really? wait. It is exactly what I want. That's uh, David Cage, right? Yes. Yeah, that's I, I cannot tell you how much I'm looking forward to this game because it's David Cage. David mm -hmm. Cage games. Let me tell you okay, about me. David Cage games. Yeah, tell me about David Cage games. David Cage. First game, Omicron the Nomad Soul. You play as yourself playing another person against David Bowie. <laughs> not just not just <laughs> a character that looks at David Bowie, actual David this, Bowie. This game is Omicron the Nomad Soul. I am David Cage. Oh, suck And then, boy. and then... You must fight David Bowie. Fahrenheit was the next game in which you are a cop and criminal. You are two cops, and you're the cops searching for the criminal that you play as. Fahrenheit, it is a game that is about duality. It's and a duality of men. And then demons show up. Uh -huh. Then, then... Oh, my God. Then mm -hmm. you have... The phenomenon that was uh, heavy rain, which heavy rain is just—it's the only one that doesn't have demons in it. But I feel like there's a secret demon subplot that we weren't thinking about. Mm -hmm. Then comes Beyond Two Souls, a game where you play as a ghost and Ellen Page in an incredible tale of a young woman finding herself and then defeating demons. Wait, he has. Wait, he has. Two games in here that were just demos, it looks like. Oh, never mind. Wait. No, I'm crazy. And then this new game, Detroit, which I'm convinced, even though it's about artificial intelligence, this game is going to end with demons. I'm convinced of it. I've never been more excited to play a game where demons showed up. <laughs> it's going to be great. Detroit becoming demon. That is yeah, my new game. It's going to happen. Now on... PlayStation 4. It's going to be the and best damn game ever. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Personal computer. <laughs> does any, just for the record, does anyone remember when David Cage went up on stage at a Sony press conference and was like, this is what I'm working on? It was literally <laughs> just a head. It was, yeah, a, it, was like a, it was a rendered head and it just moved and then he walked off the stage and I was like, this man is a god. They I'm invited so him to show that. That was it. Observe this pre-rendered head. This is a head. On stage for you. Look at my penis. And he like walked away. Like, what? <laughs> I love 
I've heard everyone I've I've heard from people that everyone who's worked with him is like he's the biggest ass who ever lived, which makes me like him even more because you know he's a terrible person. So he's mm-hmm. a terrible person who makes weird games and he's like got this like douchey French accent thing going. I love this guy. I love him. He's my golden god. Wow. I, I love him. Dodger, what have you what have you highlighted on the twenty sixth? Huh? Oh, um, Gansel and Hretel? No, the one the day oh, after. Anti-puzzle? Oh, that's no, what, 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 is, what is Gansel and Hretel? Okay, what is that? I need, you highlighted I need, that. I need you guys to look at this because I need you to look at the faces. What in the holy... Gansel, Gansel and Hretel? Wait a look, look at the faces on on these thumbnails. What the Wait, fuck? Right? <laughs> like, what the what? Wait, what? Yeah. What? And look at the old women. It's the, it's only a single woman, but it's old women. All, all right. Oh, everyone, God, everyone, Father. Everyone needs to go look up Gonsal and, and Hretel. And the very last screenshot. Oh, God, this, what the father. nightmare fuel is that? What okay, is this? So I want to point out that the description for this game sounds like it came out of a textbook. Not yet known exposition of a well-known story about siblings and their adventures. Like, I think this is a fever dream game, right? Like, this is the sort of game where you're like, I don't, I don't know where I am. What is this? Earlier tomorrow I- morning, we will take the two children out into the thickest part of the woods. I'm, I can't, this last screenshot, how do you spell it? G-A-N-S-E-L and H-R-E-T-E-L. Oh my god, wait. Gensel and Hretel are children of a poor woodcutter. When a great famine settles over the land, the woodcutter's wife decides to take the children into the woods and leave them there to fend for themselves so that she and her husband do not starve to death because the children eat too much. The woodcutter opposes the plan but finally and reluctantly submits to his wife's scheme. They are unaware that the children's bedroom, in the children's bedroom, Gensel and Hretel have overheard them. After the parents have gone to bed, Gensel sneaks out of the house and gathers his as many white pebbles as he can. So and far, this is just the story of Hansel. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah. Turns to his room, reassuring Rettel that God will not forsake them. <laughs> it's as if written by Edmund McMillan. Yeah, exactly. Here's the it's thing. Isaac. It's just Isaac. Here, yeah. here's, here's the real feature of this game. Features. Okay. Linear and rather short storyline. Nice background music and sounds. Steam achievements. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Dude, all right. Octo, forget Vampire, man. You got your game yeah, of the year right this. here. Hang on, can I refund Vampire? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, thank you, thank you all for looking at Gansel and Hretel with no, me. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Dodger. Thank you. Terrifying. Dodger. You're welcome. Not, you and now, yeah, if we want to move to May 26th, uh, hunt, hentai puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Now here's hentai puzzle. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Hold. What? Oh, never mind. I was almost mad because I didn't think it had actually any hentai in it. Because I was like, what are these weird squares? You have to make the squares into the hentai. That's a lot it's of a, work. It's a puzzle. That's a lot of work. And don't to see a butt. That's a Hence lot of work name. to see a butt. I'm not invested that much oh, by seeing Maybe Sakura Sadist is more your speed. I'm sorry, go on. Where is that? There's a new Sakura game called Sakura Sadist. <laughs> I can only imagine. What is. They release Sakura games all the time. You know, there's Senran Kagura game. That's what I want. That's what I need. Yep. It's true. Those games put the effort in. They put the effort in being dirty. They really do. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us. Um, Thank you all for watching, and uh, we hope that next week... TB will be in charge again so that I will not have to do this. <laughs> you did great, Jesse. You did great. Thanks, pal. 
Thank you I'm so sorry much. sorry my power went out. I'm sorry. Well, you know, now people will just get to see your name over Octopimp and wonder what the hell's going on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. the, the, the is this? Rushers. Yeah. But uh, that's it for us. So before we go, why don't you tell everyone what's going on uh, with you and the internet this week? Dodger, what's happening, kiddo? Um, we don't really have a schedule yet because there's a newborn in our lives, but um, I've been streaming when I can, just little streams. And you can find me at Dex Bonus on pretty much everything. So come hang out. Yo, Octo, what's happening with you? Hey, I stream just about every day now, um, six days a week. Uh, I'm usually active playing something. If it's not Digimon, it's something else. Uh, however, this weekend, if you are in the Atlanta area, I will be a guest at Momocon. So Yo. come say hello. Ooh. I'm on a couple panels. Uh, I will be entering the Guilty Gear tournament. Um, nice. And I think we're doing like Celebrity Jackbox. So like a bunch of the guests are doing Jackbox games on stage which should be fun so it's great it's a great convention i've never been i've never been to atlanta so i'm excited oh my god uh yeah. get ready for it to be gross hot okay um it's gonna be like sweaty gross hot but okay within walking distance is some of the best barbecue you'll ever have oh worth it uh yeah of that convention so like i love my cue it's very very good all, all right, right Victor, what's going on with you my dude Hey, uh, I am still doing uh, Season 4 Darkest Dungeon. You can find it over my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Octopimp. Season 4. You can I love see you. down there. I love you. Hey, I'm <laughs> still playing. I'm, that's why I was cringing every time I hear occultists, because occultists suck. Uh, also, uh, playing the Binding of Isaac, Eden Streak, past 100 now. And uh, we've got Here's the Storm con content coming back uh, with the Nexomania stuff coming out soon. That's because you and, want the uh, Spanish voiceover. Yeah, El Guapo. That means handsome in uh, Spanish. Ooh, yeah, you can find all that over see. at uh, at uh, Sinvicta316 on YouTube, and also I stream pretty much every day now as well. Twitch.tv slash Sinvicta. We've been playing Dungeon Hunter Champions and uh, lots of uh, Moonlighter and Dead Cells, actually. Dead Cells is really good, so come on by. We, our band also has a brand new song coming out very soon as well. Check that Damn. out over at Sinvicta.bandcamp.com Nice. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, hello. Hello, nice. So, yeah, for me, um, on the channel, we're finishing up God of War. I think the last episode is either today or tomorrow. And then uh, we have got, I'm finally sitting down to play Yesterday Origins. I'm really excited because if you remember how jank the first game was, I'm hoping for weirdness. And then Friday, we're diving headfirst into Detroit, and I can't wait. So I'm back. I'll try to play the council on stream to get caught up to Dodgers. So yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, enjoy my game. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. I don't think David Cage says that because he's like, it's too, too gauche for me. Too gauche for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it though. That's it for us. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye, friends.